You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 42. she was, lay dead, half floating, half sunk in the dark, murky waters of the, what was this place called? The Lair? Lair. The Black Lake is the the geographical name of this place. The Dragon's Lair is a fine colloquial name. Uh, Coins and items and swords and whatnot scattered all over the place from where the dragon's once pile of horde is now a loose scattered pile uh, from Bearjaw's excellent distracting moves. Taking a quick look around the cave, you look for friends, allies of the dragon. Are they coming? And after a minute or two, it seems that the answer is no. Nightscale is dead, and so is the lair. Mock stumbles over to the island, or to the closest, the closest land. Maybe over to this. No, he stumbles over to the island where, where uh, Night Scale had been resting, and just flops down on his knees, slowly starting to take off the armor. And you just, you begin to see more clearly just the red, kind of like scarred, scoured rashes from the from the horrific acid attack, and you see kind of like. The hair kind of like burnt and and uh, and kind of just f- like flaking away Melted. like like powder, uh, <laughs> and you know at the, at the same time there's these odd kind of streaks of patches where like literally the health po- potion was poured over his body, and you're seeing kind of like that 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 more healed uh, part portion kind of s- slowly spreading a little bit as like the, the the magic or as the damage of the acid becomes undone, but this is not like an instant process by any means. And he's just kind of like, he's just gri- gri- grimacing, gritting his teeth, and just slowly undoing the straps of Dragon's armor, which is pristine and not to a degree acid etched. Um, even see kind of like, you know, like shaking like one of the arms and like a little acid just like <laughs> onto the ground. Uh, and he's just, he's just gritting his teeth and kind of working this process. Um, Thurston sees uh, some of the treasure starting to ebb away just in kind of the underground currents, underground underwater currents, and he takes out his wand of entangle, which he never uses, and goes, entangliosis, uh, and reaches it forth, and little vines and roots come out and start to curl up around the treasure uh, to keep it in place. I never get to use the wand of entangle. Got it now. Don't step on it, though. What did you use it on? Sorry, I missed it. Uh, the drifting treasure. Ah, oh, he tried Corral. I can do it six yeah, more times. It's yes. moving. It's great. Uh, and his charge is recharge. <laughs> yeah, Dawn, right? <laughs> I never wow. use it because it's a strength DC 13. <laughs> and, like, most monsters can make that. You get some goblins. Indeed. Bear Drop comes up out of the water going, <gasps> Did you see that? Tell me someone saw that! It was incredible. 
You're, you're killing this guy. <laughs> water coming out of him. Is Jaw a strong swimmer? It came, it came out of well, nowhere. This motion. Yeah. She's strong and athletic, but technique. Mm-mm. And a lot of muscle. She's not buoyant. You ever seen a bear swim? <laughs> you ever but if you're very swim? strong, mm-hmm. you can just brute force. Brute force. Just like move enough you water with poor technique. <laughs> well, it's the fat muscle ratio. I mean, yeah. You're really, really She's fat. Dense. You just lie there and you float. Yeah, no, Bear does. She does not have that. Dense dense. That works in so many her. ways. Oh, and when I cast Entangle, I have to concentrate on it. So you know I, yes, I, I, I don't know if she knows that. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to climb up on like a slick it, rock. Oh, well, she still has water walk. Oh, yeah, you still have water walk. How long has it been since that was cast? Has it been an hour? No. No, it's only been like a few minutes, maybe. Wow. Marcus. Like Do you see anything from Krunjakar? Oh, it looks promising. Describe the horde before Mark us. Mark takes about ten minutes to take off plate armor. <laughs> but he's got like his like whatever, his gorget undone and like, you know, the half plate is like hanging. And you see a, a few tattoos on Mock's uh, upper body, which you may have remarked upon before or not, but uh, you know, there's a there's a, a, a one on his shoulder that looks like a, a, a giant emerald with a few kind of like markings, a, a few numbers around it. Yeah, there's a hawk tattoo over his over his breast. There's uh, a couple axes on his on his forearm of his right hand. Uh, things you may or may not have made note of, but uh, but indicators of different parts of his history. But he just kind of sh- finishes shedding the top layer, still standing in his uh, in his greaves, and can't remember the name of the other part. Tassets? No, tassets. Close. I don't know. I, I'll figure it out. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Um, and turns to look at the gleaming horde to at least bolter his spirit where his body may have failed. I'm seeing like a 15 by 15 pile of gold. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about that horde. Let me ask you guys a question. Yes. Yep. Do you like rolling dice? Yes. That's why I'm here. So I was trying to figure out. Partially because I forgot to pre-arrange what was in the horde. It's working in our favor. Working on day. Shit. Uh, while he's looking at Hang it, on, I closed okay. all my browser windows, First which got rid of the chat and everything. The um the the tattoos that are on uh, Mock, do they look more like? Obviously, they trace like a history. He goes to some place. He goes on a better. He gets a tattoo there. Are they more like? things he's gotten to remember stuff, or is there like utility in Dwarven tattoos? Is there like mm-hmm. someone would see, like, do you guys see yeah. that and be like, that's the place that you fought a whole lot? Fought the... What's it uh, Siddle Adbar. Adbar. That's where he's from, actually. Is there a sigil of that? Is there like a, like, effectively notches in a belt for like this is how many years yeah. I served or kind of like that? So or is it all fun tattoos? You, so you speak Dwarven. Scrim speaks Dwarven, so I'm going to call upon Scrim's history. I'm asking yeah. a question with a question. Yes, yes, yes. Does, is that through study or is that through experience? Um, uh, that's that's experience. Not he's not a studier. Yeah. So uh, so and, and Scrim really? Uh, not a student. Study the library for I've got leaves. So um, you describe Scrimcorn. I just see a man sitting in a library. <laughs> he's only seen Drusen's tattoo that just says Mandor. Scrimcorn got kicked <laughs> out of more dwarven villages <laughs> than years you've got in your uh, Mandor. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know that there is definitely a culture of, of, uh, of tattoos amongst amongst dwarven uh, clans. I mean, they're, they're, they're so clannish and kind of like tight-knit, and they have 
groups upon subgroups and large. So it, is, it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense for them to delve into that art. And they're, they're incredible craftsmen and, and artists, right? So um, it's true. It, it actually, if anything that's remarkable, is that they're, for a dwarf of Mach's age and the type of dwarf that he is, you could see him having more. It's not that he has, like, outrageously few, but just a couple. And you can see very clearly, like, the age of the of the emerald, of the, the tattoo. None of these are, like, like hyper well-maintained. So this is extremely old. You see kind of, like, the fading edges. Um, the newest one by far is the one with the arm, which is the, the, the vertical axis kind of mirrored, kind of like two Roman numerals. Um, the uh, whatever the the, the 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 hawk over and again you're only seeing half his body too right. so these strike you as meaningful tattoos that are done specifically um, and the the hawk tattoo done with great detail great detail and, and, and beauty very very ornate um, the uh, Akbar yeah the the you recognize if you if you know Citadel Akbar Adbar if you know Citadel Adbar you see that the the tattoos on his forearm are very much very similar to the the sigil of Citadel Advar, but it modified modified to a degree. I can show it to you guys right now. We'll, we'll, we'll post it on the chat. So let's see if I can bring this up. Hmm. So here here is the, the sigil of Citadel Advar. The the axe with the wreath. So this is essentially it, it's a uh, it's an, uh, a a silver colored wreath uh, instead of flames, and it's like mirrored axis. So there's one here and one kind of like folded. Right, basically, so it's like two vertical with the with the uh, kind of butterfly, you could say, um, and uh, so clearly, clearly related to the sigil of Adbar, but having other meaning, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine Baron knows the exact significance of that. Justin probably not. Hmm. Any of these new since the last time Baron seen them? Uh, no, nothing, nothing new. And, and again, like, so you're only seeing his upper body. Oh, sorry, and one more, one more, which is just uh, um, a trail of, of uh, like, what essentially, you know, not train tracks, or mine cart tracks, clearly, because there's no trains in this world, across his, his, all of his shoulders, oh, wow. like, going from, going from shoulder here, across his back, um, and, and ending at the ending at the emerald here on his left shoulder, or on his right shoulder. So they're all, so he does not have, I was, I was actually curious, specifically sure. the ratio of, it's actually, you know, personal kind of fun tattoos yeah. compared to tattoos that have some direct, like, specific meaning. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. like, it it's sounds all, like they all have, they all have specific meaning. None of these are like, I'm going to get a Snoopy on my calf. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually Snoopy. curious if he had just, like, yeah, like, like a dwarf fighting a dragon and you're just like, fuck yeah. here. <laughs> not, not that, not that. And there's, there's again, there's no reason that he, he couldn't have had that. And he may, right. he may, you know, he may. But maybe he'd probably blow the waist. Uh, but what you see, what you see up here. He's got to hold fast on each of his ass cheeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, uh, and yeah, but what you see here, uh, what you see here, seems to all have all have purpose and, and intent. Um, again, various ages, various various degrees of craftsmanship. You're in the distance, sick tats. <laughs> the coins and the items caught by the wand of entanglement. We'll say that's pretty much enough to save the stuff. I don't know if it play out a whole thing of diving in there. Sure. I, just, I like that there's be some sort of yeah. thing done to, to, to some, get out somebody's of it. Water breathing pollution. Worst case was going to be like, we use, uh, you know, Dax with his currently water breathing. Go fetch that. We have, we have that trust was, That was a, mentioned a lot. magic as a ritual. Like, was there anything particularly juicy yeah, that we lost? I thought we just hit Abek. 
Get the coins. <laughs> no magic. Bet. No help. The, the potion? Here's no, the basket. No. We need that. Take it well, out. We might have to fight a, another black dragon. Yeah. It might be. Oh. You didn't use it this time. Stop counteracting me! <laughs> so, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little fun. And we're gonna roll on the treasure hoard table. Oh, okay. yes. There are some there are some lore-based things, and if the treasure rolls don't do it, you'll get those anyway. Yeah, so if the yeah. treasure rolls happen to turn up things that I can twist into into serving the, the lore purpose, well, then uh, we get that. So, so we're so, hoping we don't get the lore things, because that means we get extra. <laughs> or it means you rolled quite low, because the low rolls basically yeah. give you no items. Ooh. Oh well, okay. I won't breathe on your dice. Okay. Wait, where so, are we going? D twenties. There are treasure hoard tables yeah. in the dungeon master guide. I want to roll one. There are. I want to roll one. Uh, okay. And this right. is a treasure hoard, the challenge five to ten treasure yeah. hoard. So there's a whole bunch of rolls you guys get to do. I okay? love that. You know, let's determine the coinage first, from love it. lowest love value it. to highest value. So first, the copper. Who wants to roll for the copper? I'll roll the copper. Then someone get ready. You're gonna ready. Are these, yeah, are these yeah, D100s? No, no. I'll tell you. So that's two D six. Two D six. Two D six. Here we go. Copper. Hey, copper. Seven. Nice. All right, seven copper. <laughs> no, it's times a hundred. Seven hundred oh. copper. Seven hundred copper. Keep it in its coinage because I... the weight will matter. Quota master. Oh, I got it. Drewson has Next. a nice pad out. Tongue silver. Two d six again. I'll do it. Six. Nice middle of the road roll. That I want to go. I want to go. Thousand silver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nine thousand two hundred. So this is like you're gathering it all together. We'll give a little. Uh, uh, actually, you know, in, in between big some money, of these, big money, give me big really. Money, no whammies, no whammies. Hang on. Give me some really short, uh, uh, like explanations. Really, like like little one sentence flavors in between each roll of how your characters are like helping out this situation. How about the person who rolls? Yeah. So start with that, Baron. Uh, Baron is sorting through the pile, and his eyes are looking really sharp because he's looking for tiny. White clear gem. So he's mostly just like sweeping the coins aside. No, no. So, but he's yeah. sorting at the same yeah. time. It's like you're organizing, but it's like so he's he's going through a lot of the big ones. It's a, there's a lot of copper. Let's be there's a lot of copper. So he's piling out all the copper coins first, and he's looking. But he's just it's sort of the copper is secondary to his attention, but he's managing it. All right. Very good. You roll the second one. This is what Berja did. Oh, Berja is uh, kind of a combination thing. She's not interested in the coins at all, so she's sweeping them aside to find anything else of value. Not quite as delicately as, as maybe a know. dragon horn left. There behind. could be some the real a dragon egg. I mean, where's the dragon's dragon pieces? Weapon? Everyone knows you dragon eat a live dragon egg, you gain the dragon's power. power. I mean, everyone knows that. Or indigestion. That. Or just a nice breakfast. Scrimcorn is next. You need to roll 6d6 for the gold. Oh, Two more. Oh, wait. Uh, no, choices, choices. Um, <clears throat> 66. Uh, 66? So, uh, Scrimcorn uh, is a man. He looks like he's foraging. He notices the part. We have a lot of manpower here to gather stuff, but he notices there's a lot of coins here and there because he's interested in this money. Not as, as a matter of greed, but as a resource. So he is being methodical, and he is digging through. There's bits of mud. There's, like, cracks in the rocks. There's bits there. So he's really spitting on it, wiping it off. And he's like, oh, I've got gold here. He just, he just sees, like, civilizations falling because of the deals that this gold will make. So people are... Exactly. So I this, will, is, this is important. I'll grease the right, the right, the right hands. Ooh, oh, yeah. Wow, that is three. 
yeah. sixes in there. All right, that's 18. Well, 19 is 23, 27. That's above 20, average. 27 out of 36. Bravo. 27 times 100. So 2,700 gold. That is well above wow. the bell curve. Wow. Well done. Rich. And who wants one. to roll for the platinum? <laughs> I'll do platinum pieces. I'm missing one of my d6s. Greg, do I have my permit? Do you have your. Oh, no. Oh, 3d6? Can I use my wooden die? Oh, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you get Because I carved it myself. Clearly, somehow not. Oh, because it's misbalanced? <laughs> have you rolled it like a thousand times to find out which way it's weighted? I think Alec and I almost did that once, but it was like back in high school. So Oh, this that old of a die? Yeah, I made it in high school on a camping trip with Alec and Matt T. Yeah, wow. I gotta say, amazing. The, thing, the things that Kevin can just make with his hands. You will never be forbidden like, from using that die. Convinces me that it may be more and, balanced and, than Unless it rolls a six right now, then clearly it's a Well, the thing is, I think I roll it not often enough for it to be random. Like, if I yeah. rolled it a thousand times, it wouldn't probably It's not be random, random, but it has mystery. But it's rare enough that it is all right. random. Okay, 3d6. 3d6, this is for the platinum. After all these yeah. years, Kevin Brakes proved to be Yeah! Good roll. Nice. That, that wouldn't die you exactly what to yeah. roll. It's like, six is too much? 13. Five, then. Uh, two points of justice and fishing, yeah? I carved it. Alec right, burned right. the Th- thing with, uh, Thir- with a poker. Uh, 13. 13. Times 10 is 130 platinum Ooh, pieces. Nice. Make a new column for platinum. Yeah, and I think platinum is 10. I, th- I think it's 10. Yeah, everything's 10, so yeah. Well, not because there's also EP, which this horde happened to have none of. And they are electrum, electrum, yeah. electrum and they silver are, gold blend. But they are they are they are half a gold. Uh, electrum is half a gold. I'll roll, I'll roll next. Uh, so as, gold. let me give a little flavor here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so uh, Houston it actually has his notes out, his journal. He's taking notes. His unseen servant, who appeared from him as a very tired elf dragon priest, oh, I killed another dragon, which none of us can hear. But you can see it in his mouth moving for a moment until he vanishes, and he's actually organizing the gold. And Anga is flying around. She found a dragon vertebrae that fit perfectly his little collar on her bat head, on her bat neck. Cool. She's flying around in victory, uh, just like grabbing one coin at a time and putting it, because this is the first dragon she's ever slayed. She's like, I did it. She just sees the battlefield as a bunch of pawns. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. like, all right, let's get Mock off his ass. Okay. Anga, Jerusalem over the here. familiar. Calling uh, shots. This is her story. Uh, She's the hero. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. As you're collecting all these coins, what you see too is that uh, you know this coinage from all over the place. You know the the, the insignias um, uh, that are stamped onto these different coins. Uh, not insignias, but like you know, seals, sigils, you know, uh, sigils. Yeah, are from all over the world, uh, but definitely weighted more towards the Sword Coast, uh, minted, local yeah. places. Um, a, a fair, a, a large amount from uh, uh, that would, you would might call underground, uh, under dark minting, mm. uh, uh, coinage that mm. yeah. oil vein is more familiar with. You know, you're seeing a, a decent amount from Skullport, uh, certainly, oh. and not a surprise to you for the uh, the Dwarver up above were from Skullport, as you as you have realized. But uh, you know, it's just it's all over the place, and you know, you've eluded a lot of guys, and and uh, but there's generally been a, a more of a a heavy weight towards like what the coin is that they carried because they carried it for spending and it, and it, it would naturally get changed out to be mostly the local currency this is different yeah. this is a dragon's horde this is opportunistic and the dragon uh, does, does anyone amongst the party know about how old a dragon of this size would be I mean Drustin is our best guess it was a young black dragon and I actually don't know what that translates to in years yeah like, like, like an ancient dragon is we're talking like a 
like a thousand years old or something. I'm crazy. saying something that Jason's gonna research in the next town of the library they find. Sounds great. There's black dragons in the mirror. But Can you like cut them in half and then count the rings? Is that yeah? Uh, well, count the length of the acid spray. Let's uh, let's put Google to the test again, which is oh, yes. How old is a young black dragon in Dungeons and Dragons? According to Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, original Dungeons and Dragons, 1974. The original D&D box by Gary Gigax and Dave Arneson contained three booklets, Men and Magic, Monsters and Treasure, and the Underworld. And Got distracted. Oh, how old? Ah, how old? Got a little distracted with the general history of D&D <laughs> well, in general. Well, she was talking about how old is Dungeons and Dragons the game. Admirable try, Google. Uh, not today. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take it from a different angle, she said, this is how old that concept is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary Gygax invented that in the 70s, so like about 48 years old-ish. Like, she really had me going with like a are. long runway of like context, and I was like... And, and, uh, here you go, the yeah, Monster we'll Manual. Tomorrow, you know, the Monster Manual says, pretty yeah. young is between six and 100 years old. Mm. Oh, cool, Such a range! Yeah. Uh, well, the, this seems like a cow. Calcrix, Calcrix was a wormling, which is five years or less. Oh, so that's, baby. That's, that's a baby dragon. And I think it's fucking it. dangerous. Hey, 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 hey. Scary baby. We hit that with the old, the old, the, old cra- the crab measure, and they're like, no, toss it back. All right, so fishing game and the next roll. Like, there are two ways to with. there are two ways to roll on this next table. I'm going to give you guys the choice. Okay. And it's really, do you want it to be? Do you want it to be all in one roll, or do you want it to be in two rolls? Which is, two. there's two more tables, which is the uh, gems and art, uh, and then there's magic items. Two rolls. So, and I got to roll for gems and art. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. I think that the directions here are actually saying that roll D100, and you just take that whole row. Okay. Um, which has got gems and magic items. It's not clear. It says, use that same roll for the magic items table. But sometimes when they say roll, they mean use that same dice formula, Scheme. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it they don't say use the same result, which would be clear. Uh, I, I'm saying more dice is better than fewer. Yeah, it's more fun. I agree. I'd love to do gems okay. on behalf of Moss. So, please do. It's D100. It's a percentile die. Higher is better. Would you like to use the the, cool die. the special die? This is uh, this is available to use. I should say. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got my D my D100 here. This is for gems and art. Gems and art. Which oh, one's tens? Which one's ones? I didn't. I didn't. Did you do it in I, your I'm mind? Gonna do, I'm gonna do a, just a, a coin flip for which is which because I did. Can we get the yes no die? So so so, so obviously is, is it red red one? Is red the tens? Is, is red, red the tens? Yes no die. I just added more. Dice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the result is eighty five <laughs> on the gem table. So we are now cooking with gas. Roll a three d six for how many gems? Okay. I got a pair if you need. Oh yeah, I got I got Uno Moss. Which one? Oh wait. Uh, the bl- oh wait. Uh, it is definitely meant to be one Make sure roll. Sadie's inside. Because the gems, they just have buckets. Okay. Like this isn't that actually isn't any better than the mm. uh, rolling a seventeen. It's the exact um. same. It, it just repeats. It's like five rows that repeat. Okay. So what do we what what do we do? I think you should take the roll as your single roll. It was a okay. high roll. I like it. Very unlikely to get better. I will. Uh, I will accept. Uh, so, but still roll your three d six. I didn't uh, realize that the Kevin, gems. Would you I thought please, gems would you please roll three d six on behalf of us? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Before we, we do that, we need a description of Mock, and then yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Mock again. He just he continues to again tr- trudge up, kind of still uh, sloughing off pieces of Dergedon's armor. Um, 
and uh, kind of comes comes with a horde where you know all this, this bright shining glory, and he sees he sees like like we just leveled up. You know that's that's a very meta term, right? This this is Mach feeling like he levels up. Like here is his future. The future that he was really kind of like left out onto the road, like sizably moving forward, right? This is this is like this is like Drusting finding a key piece of evidence that would get him back into this clan. This is like this is like the gem that Baron knows he's gonna need once he can learn the spell. This is like a significant percentage of wealth towards what he needs. And so the uh, I just a wide broad smile, like a gleeful smile comes over his eyes and he just sees you guys pouring through cash. And he just basically kicks over, bop, kicks over like a log, and sees like a gorgeous gem sitting there, and just uh, get just uh, stoops over and, and picks it up and just begins slowly, just like very gently, uh, just rubbing the uh, the dirt off of this one gem. Three d six for the number of gems. Awesome. I can swing pretty wildly. Oh. 640. That's not bad. You guys have yeah. kept rolling pretty well below average. Above average. Well, above average. <laughs> well. 12, uh, 12 gems. What was your original roll? 85? It was 85. Uh, okay. You get to roll more for what the gems are. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? It's a D12s. It's 12 of them, so let's just roll quick. We get. Okay. Well, Baron should just do it. <laughs> they, are, they, are worth, they are worth 50 gold each. So you get ready to write these down rapidly. Yep. Okay. So, blue is the first one, white is the second one, if you're doing... That doesn't really matter, you're just just gonna roll 12 of them. So, 11-7. You got a Star Rose Quartz and a Moonstone. Roll more. Gotta do that six times. We got a 9 and a 6. A Jasper and a Quartz. We got a 4 and an 8. A Translucent Green... uh, Chrysoph... Chrysoprase? <laughs> I don't know that, Jim. That's a slur. Don't use that word. Yeah. Uh, that's a new one to me. Chrysoprase. So it's a character in uh, Discord. Uh, what was the other one? Four and uh, eight. Eight. Uh, that is a pure black onyx. Nice, nice distribution here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loving it. Uh, we got an eight and a twelve. That is a uh, a transparent pale blue green zircon. Oh, it's got the twelve. Yep, and the uh, the eight. eight is another onyx. This one with bands of black and white. Thing. I don't know what we're at. Yeah, is that four? You just you roll one more. Okay. Okay. One, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight so far. Okay. Uh, we got a three and a twelve. Uh, another zircon. They look like from a pair. Uh, They're the, earrings. And the three is uh, an opaque white uh, chalcedony. <laughs> Nine. Look, there are a lot of gemstones across all these tables. We got a nine out of ten. Uh, a uh, a sardonyx. Like, is it it's got sardonic? red, red and white uh, bands. And the six was that a six? There was a nine. Nine out of ten. A oh. nine. Another quartz. This one's smoky gray. Is that it? That is all of them. No diamonds. <sighs> Mock has oh, the onyx, oh, the, 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 the jet black onyx in his hand. Black as night, uh, night, as scale. 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 I was like, not nightshade. Night scale herself. Diamonds are really far down the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, we had to roll worse or better on what? Uh, I don't know if 
I should even, should I even no, 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 say no, no. what's no, 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 no. on the table? Do not, do not, yeah. do not. Uh, this is better. This is <laughs> I, I would prefer not to know. Wait. Uh, do you remember what the weight is? It shows that uh, a one pound of gold is worth 50 gold pieces. Are we just going it, it, 50 coins? 50 is coins is a pound. Yeah. Okay. Regardless of denomination? Correct. Okay. Oh, can we calculate it's actually, that's actually in, <laughs> well, that's guys, actually in the rules. Guys, did you know that Kevin knows Excel? No, what? what? Oh, yeah, I'm typing in quotients. All right, guys. I've created a random generator. Here we go. The next roll, the next so roll brag, but... is a 1d4 for the number of times you get to roll on magic item table. I'd love to roll that, guess. Whoa, Kevin, number of no times portents. you get to roll. No portents. No portents. <laughs> I'd like to use my 16th. <laughs> it does say for any roll. What's, what, D, what D is it? The D4. The D4. The D4. Times number I repainted oh your numbers by hand. Give me a four. I'm glad we got items, though. That's a big moth as a quick uh, Shit. That's a one. Oh. I accept that I... That's a, we... I tried to put the spin on it, guys. Okay. I mean, okay. what are the odds? You yeah. Know? What are the odds? One and four. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. It's an astronomical concept. It's an astronomical concept. Numbers just go on forever. Where's the magic item? Into infinity. One presumes. Um, one. Random magic item. Ah. Magic item table F. We got an F. Oh no. I think we should. F is uh pretty far down by the down the list, by the way. Is that good? There, are, the, the the tables only go to I, and they're generally is, more. Is valuable. that good or bad? I, I just said they're generally the more valuable. Go to me. All right, so now a D one hundred. G H I N. A D one hundred. I'll throw that guy. Okay. Do it again. Yeah, you got a pair of tens. For let's let's please assign the. Uh, the digits. I got I got a ten and a one. Oh, you got it. You got it. Fine. Really yeah. beautiful. Thank you to my mother-in-law. Here we go. I just oh. was trying to trick it myself into getting more dice rolls. Mm-hmm. No one, that's the real treasure here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, it's suspicious. It's it's Fair. impure. Oh. Nine to six. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you have one, you make it count. Screw what you got there. You guys may want to check this out. You I think almost, it's a bazooka. You almost miss it. You almost miss it because it is not on the island, nor did it fall down into the water. What could have been mistaken for uh, a bubble floating on the surface of the water, it's, we'll say, scrimcorn that catches it, the foraging, uh, and plucks up a, nice a magic ring. Just want to. Do you want to wait for twenty minutes here to have I organize see. all this? I can identify it. <laughs> there are some other items, uh, as I said, I would fill in if necessary. So you actually did kind of roll fortuitously when it comes to total yeah. oh, magic. Good port. job, we yeah. rolled. Uh, I did that perfectly nice. here. <laughs> um. It is a uh, it is a ring. I'm gonna assume that you're gonna identify all of the yes. items. Yeah. yeah, it'll take time so just to collect and gather. I'm and just organize. gonna give it to you now. Great. It, you'll identify. will formally identify yeah. it in a moment, but there's no time pressure going on here. Um, As the assassin gathered the top of the hole. Uh, it is a ring of water walking. <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> yes. That's why it was bobbing on the top of the water. I love it. Uh, How appropriate. That's super sweet. That's amazing that we randomly rolled that. It's that awesome. is amazing. Uh, I'm pumped because that is a it is a memory in an item. Well, if you rolled 97, it would have been a ring from jumping down from a ceiling onto a dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, we, you know, hey, that's the, called a ring of falling. They tuned these tables the, really The narrative well. really crescendos. It's just a regular ring. And, 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 very and with 100, every time you put it on, it just says, remember that time you killed that dragon? It tells the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, rewind. <laughs> I, like that part. I like that part. It's good, it's good. If you're old to 100, it would have been boots that let you fly. Oh, come on, man. So, I just I always gotta give you a little bit of what you're <laughs> hey, hey, I'm down with that. I'm down uh, that flying. It's good boots? to know. It's, it's good, good to know, know the campaign isn't Aww. broken. It's good to know it's a little bit uh, Okay, to I'm be fair, reach. one lower and it's a ring that just you're warm all the time. So, I mean, <laughs> the utility the here swings really wild. You put it, you, you put it on Dresden's finger, or sorry, on uh, Oil Bane's finger while he's sleeping at night with the warm rope, yeah. and he just, he just pees everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like constantly sweating. He wakes up, he's like, God damn it, guys, I'm too warm. And then we slip on the ring of water while Octavia just starts floating. <laughs> Push him out in the lake. He just like slides across like ice. Wakes up, okay. he's like, shit. So, in addition. There's a nice haze. In addition, did we get everyone's sort of description of, uh, did we get Oil Bane? Oh, yeah. What was it for the Because you, just what yeah. you're doing. No, 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 no. It was just, uh, like, uh, like how, what you're how doing you're to gather, how you're participating in this situation. You and it can be not at all. powerful oh. eyeballs now. Those people were That moth is back. Oh, it's a big so moth. Same fucking moth, dude. Same fucking moth. That is the moth from last night. He is back. It's a gigantic moth. I'm telling you, when you pulled him out, you waited by the door to open it. <laughs> he was just waiting there. I told you. Humongous. This is my house now. He went away. He was he's, he's got spot. Don't worry. Ding that picture. He's, he's, he's below. He's right there. Oh. He's getting to the Alright, but, but hang on. Oil veins. Oil veins. Oil veins. Yeah, so people were counting coins, like he would kind of stand, like he was kind of hover, and every time he's he sees something that's not a coin that's kind of shiny, he would grab it. And then like, like put it in like a, his arm, the crook of his arm. And then like he would, it's like, is that all, is that all of them? Is that all the gems? Yeah. Alright, and then he just starts counting them. Takes inventory. Sorting them. Yeah. In addition, you find Cut. a potion bottle. Luckily, not shattered by the chaos that befell this scene moments ago. Uh, not to mention, probably how clumsily the dragon gathers it. This potion's clear liquid floats at the top of its container. Ooh. As you turn it, the liquid just stays above, and it has cloudy white impurities drifting throughout it, and it is a potion of flying. Oh. It's also called fizzy lifting drinks. You gain a flying speed equal to your walking speed for one hour. Dude, that's good. And you, flying speed? And you can hover. It's good that you can hover. It does clarify that if you are in the air when the potion wears off, you, you plummet to the ground. You plummet. Oh, you don't safely land. You do not. And land on the back of a black dragon and start it all over yeah. again. Let's do it again. Virgil's cool with that. And just as a quick, you're like floating way above the dragon. You're like, it should be wearing off any second now. When they say an hour, is it like exact? Like how much do wizards like? Is it like drop by drop, or is it they sort of ballparking it? Because I really need to drop. Maybe it depends on your weight. And just to uh, damn it, you missed the dragon. Oh, it was in the bullpark. Just to make sure uh, it's it's public knowledge, Greg got a real close look of the moth yesterday, and he said, "Oh, that is so gross. I would not be able to adventure with scrimcorn." 
<laughs> I, I did say that. Okay. A single moth really You're just like, freaked me out. I did not like it. A big oh, it's creepy crawlies. There he is again. Greg, who brings you? Who brings you? A, I had to put him uh, outside. A, pal- a paladin of the mirror who heads out, spending hours every morning, fastidiously preparing himself That's and true. glittering armor. <laughs> Do we find anything on screen? We all bring a little of ourselves to we, our characters. We, we do. This, this story is of us. Uh, what'd you say? Anything else? Yes, there are some other things. You also find a wand. I like wands. It is a... Uh, do they give you a little explanation on these? No, we'll go... Uh, it is a very, uh, uh, a very light-colored wood, like a birch. Birch is light, right? Holy very light. Like yeah, like a birch carved uh, uh, stick, and at the end is a uh, sort of what looks like a long gemstone. It couldn't have been cut from a single gem, you assume, because it would just it would be from too large. But it's like this sort of large, um, uh, a bit sort of jagged blue gemstone that pokes out, and it is a wand of magic missiles. Ooh, yeah, oh. it's surprisingly <clears throat> swishy. Get fucked. Uh, can anyone use points? What's the, I, the I don't know. think you need to be able to cast this. This is a phrase. I don't. like a weird spell that makes you I don't think, uh, I don't think that is true. I think you can just use wands. There's the old one. I always get mixed up. It doesn't say anything in the wand explanation, but you might have to go to the magic item rules in general. So, the wand has seven charges, and while using it, you can use an action, while holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more of its charges to cast magic missile. Um, and for each charge is the level that you cast the spell at. Oh. So you could expend all seven charges and cast it as a level seven spell. Well, magic charges are total. It's usually just the higher level Does is the more charges, or when the charges are gone, is it done? Uh, every dawn, one d six plus one. Yeah, I think you're right. You just uh, however, if you, uh, as with all wands, if you expend the last charge, you roll a twenty, and on a one, the wand crumbles to ashes. Ooh. Does it require attunement break? It does not require it. Oh, someone needs to. I mean, every rock. fight, well, I yeah. want someone to blow n minus one charges, where n is the number of charges on that wand, in yeah, a single shot, okay. like bam, and just like <laughs> macross missiles of you know. Oh yeah, like they spread out. Jason would not mind holding. Yeah, I mean, here is here is the. Magic users of the group. I, I mean, it takes it takes a certain ability with Arcana to even activate a wand. I'm assuming. Uh, uh, I I think I don't you have to? Attune? Yes, yes, that's true. You wouldn't want anything to do it. I wasn't It'd probably mess it up anyway. He's sitting here listening. What I see is everyone else has like range stuff they can do. Yeah. And Drewson's range stuff really sucks. So having a range thing that just doesn't miss would be great for Drewson. Uh, I think since we're not doing this in character, you, you got more things, so maybe you wanted to oh, s- yeah. discuss all that. That's true. The next one is two wands of magic. Hey, you should keep it, but you need to use that false feather token tree at some point. Oh, yeah. The next it one is a wand that makes all illusions do damage. Sorry, Scrim's gonna have to take that one. You know, just fair, 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 is fair. It's mock. That finds the next one for days now. He has been on the lookout. He has been trying to find more evidence of this great smith that he has heard tales of. 
and now seen and re read his intimate journal and seen his body and cleanses his thing and took his armor. Right, 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 right. Not really a mythical guy anymore. Now he's just kind of like the dude. Good forge, bellows. You know, he's stoking the bellows. Practically, like sort of a decently close friend at this point. Oh my gosh, he's a huge fanboy. Closer than close is essentially the truth of it. And it is a large, great axe that catches Mock's eye, for it bears Durgeddon's smith mark, clear as the day it was made. Matching set. Beautiful. Dirtier than the plate mail, that's for sure, uh. and seen some, perhaps centuries, down here in the dragon's hoard. Uh, well, not centuries, because we learned that a, re uh, that a young dragon is not Decades. more than 100 years old. Decades. Decades down here in the dragon's hoard, and in the possession of who knows what defiling creature before that what is the what is the what is kind of the ichor like is it is it simply kind of tarnished the wear of metal or is it like deposits of like like minerals it's like minerals like literally like it's been slag topped for like years where it actually has like there's that it's like it's like yeah been dripped on like in this place is also like humid like the, the the sort of just the residue like Corrosive. from this whole place and as you've been breathing in here you can tell that the air is just also not clean you know it's it's it wouldn't be surprising if it's poisonous air you know just like a very low concentration of what that dragon just breathes uh in this place uh and as you're thinking about this thought you come to think that maybe it's just not good to spend an enormous amount of time down here in this air uh although although you are certain that this place will with time return back to its uh, uh to its natural way um now that you have Destroyed the evil creature that made it this way in the first place. But when you have skills, it allows you essentially to do, or occasionally to do very cool things for practical purposes. Like, no one knowing, you know, nothing about weapons or metallurgy would come upon an axe as special as this and react this way, but Mock, catching a glimpse of this axe, seeing, like, these strange deposits and, like, what, what, what essentially would have fossilized just a mundane weapon and seeing that instead this has been more cocooned in all of these materials, picks it up and takes his climbing hammer and just bam, rings the top of it and you hear this really like this ping that just bounces and echoes off the cavern and all of like this, this, this kind of like these, uh, these uh, stony deposits just slough off mm. the, 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 the head of the hammer, leaving not, not maybe something gleaming and clean, but something that, that, that's pristine and intact behind. And he just regards the axe. The, the, the edge itself was the most compromised by this, and as it sloughs off, you can see that razor edge. Mm. It is a plus two great axe. Bearing Durgeddon's smith mark. Guys, I'm so glad that uh, we came down to this dragon room. <laughs> Mock's a big smile because he's still got that onyx in his hand. <laughs> uh, grows even wider and he says, Oh, oh what a dangerous beast now. Mm. And he uh, puts away the, uh, the gem to really just squeeze down on the uh, on, on the hilt of that axe. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> Excuse me. And finally, the last of all the notable things down here. There's also 
The Nightcaller Whistle. There's <laughs> Nightcaller Whistle oh, is also down here. Uh, that uh, there are also uh, a, a large smattering of uh, bits of armor, uh, unremarkable weapons that them having the same sort of like deterioration over time, they've just become sort of unusable and worthless. Um, Crusted uh, with dragon filth. Yeah, it's just there's there's a lot of stuff here that you're also just when you're sorting the piles that you're just putting into the do not keep pile like trash 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 keep trash trash keep keep. It's almost equal, you know, even even weighted a bit more towards just the trash just from being in this. It is a young dragon. Their tastes are still developing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it could still fit more treasure on this island. Once it filled it up, it would have had to be a little more picky. Be like, eh, that's shit, that's shit. Slowly toss things into the water, increase the size of the island, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a long-term project. You need that filler to bind everything out. And what's the last thing we find? Chocolate chip cookie has to have some dough. Yeah. Mm, (laughs) The last thing you find... You almost might even dismiss as one of the just many pieces of bits of clothing and armor and detritus. Um, For it looks like it was once used to secure a tunic around a uh, around a man's or woman's waist, (laughs) a dwarf-sized waist, most likely. Flowing, ample in the chest. It is a it is a leather belt. Inlaid with, uh, or I should say, reinforced with metal, uh, uh, with metal plating around the top and bottom of it, and a big belt buckle in front that you couldn't even see before. It was so encrusted with with shit. And on the front of it <laughs> is emblazoned a helmet. Uh, uh, not not, and then you see not just a helmet, but a dwarf, a dwarf's head and a helmet, and it looks remarkably similar to the plate helm of Durgedon's armor. And you realize this is Durgedon's make as well. And it is a belt of dwarven kind. Mm. Belt of dwarven kind? Amazing. I don't know what a belt of dwarven kind is. You already said it was of dwarven make. Anything else? A belt of dwarven kind (laughs) increases your constitution score by two. That requires a two, by the way. To a maximum of 20. This is how all all of that do. You have advantage on charisma persuasion checks made to interact with dwarves. Okay? In addition, while attuned to the belt... Oh, wait. It's so, Oh, well, <laughs> anyone wears the belt. I guess you get those. In addition, yeah. while attuned to the belt, you have a 50% chance each day at dawn of growing a full beard if you're capable of growing one. Or a visibly thicker beard if you already have one. What? Don't tell them that. I need more than not dwarves to wear this. <laughs> well then, you're really coming up in the world. It's so lush. So, you grown up. It's like Gandalf. It's like so silky and white. It's just. I mean, if Berjo wore it, then finally, nice. finally, if you are not a dwarf, you gain the following additional benefits while wearing this belt. You have an advantage on saving throws against poison, and you have resistance against poison damage. You have dark vision to 60 feet, and you can speak, read, and write dwarvish. I think that's fucking Verja! Welcome to the clan! 
Here's a question. If they grow the beard one day, and the next morning they don't grow the beard, does the beard disappear? Or do they have to shave it? No, no, no. It says a visibly thicker beard. beard if you already have yeah. one. But you're and I'm not reading just... any, like, upper ends to that. Oh just every day. Does, does Berta shave? Because oh we God. know she so, had yeah, one yeah, her no, at one she, point. I'm going to do something very rare and break the fourth wall here. Oh, no. Uh, I have a fighting name in the Belgrath community of Three Bears. Yeah. And as many people call me Three Beers or Three Beards as they do Three Bears, I just feel like Bear Jaw may in fact be Beard Jaw in a very short time if this goes the way that I hope it does. I accept Beard Jaw as the additional hashtag. Okay, but it's so powerful. The dwarves are definitely looking at this belt first, and then once Juicen identifies and lets them know. They have a short conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to have that conversation uh, right now. Yeah, have it. So, so let's, assume, let's assume that as you've found all this stuff, while everyone is continuing to take survey, maybe explore the nooks and crannies in this place, there's nothing else Pump to find here. But, but there, you know, there's a little bit of nooks and crannies that you haven't seen. There is some geographical stuff I'll explain after this conversation. But... Um, and making sure that you find extra coinage. Some of these coins that we have originally rolled for did scatter a bit mm-hmm. further, uh, and so it takes some time getting that as Drewston is doing his now um, now become very familiar yeah. to all of you sort of method of... Uh, the notes, the flipping, yeah. so the writing. He's reading his notes that he just wrote while not realizing it. Uh, <laughs> Weird every time. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's a gag. Yeah, and uh, he <laughs> says, oh, mock this would be perfect for you, especially since in the last combat that Acid already took it out of you. However, I wouldn't mind some of the other effects. You guys assume he's talking about the beard. He's because he has a you know the beardless chin. He's actually thinking about possibly talking in the future to Adric. But then once he talks, once he looks at notes, he goes, "Oh, it also allows you to, to read and speak dwarven." They like all look at each other. <laughs> He says, "Who's picking our teeth?" He says, "Mock says uh, he looks. At, he looks at Baron, who first, first kind of invoked this concept of you know the the dwarven, the dwarven clan, and, and something that belongs to all dwarves." And wow. and he says to Baron, he says, "This belt belongs more to dwarves than the armor I wear. The soul of our kind is resides in this belt, Baron." He says, uh, to give this to someone of another race would truly be an honor and must be a, a trusted a trusted ally indeed. Playing directly off of what you what you indicated looking at Bear John. Uh, I think she's more than earned herself. I mean, for I mean, Morden's beard, she's holding the hammer of all souls crafted <laughs> by our god. I mean, if anything, it'd be nice if she spoke dwarf. Bakri <laughs> <laughs> says, he says, uh, he says, well, what with Scrim and his revelation, it's pretty much all in the family here. Would it Poor not be, would it not be almost like, uh, like destiny? I mean, what we learned about snow being that none of us have really, really known before, to have a another Goliath so tied in with the doors, it's like we're playing out the old stories again. Scrim says in Dwarven, Aye! <laughs> <laughs> grimaces sourly and says, Maybe we he says, uh, hold your horses there, Drusten, with talk of fates and destiny. But uh, the lassie here has proven her worth time and again. He says, it'll, it's, 
It's not just any companion will drop off the roof to smash a dragon's spine for the fun of it. He says it's. She says if uh, if nothing else, she's my kind of crazy. Then you hear the sound. Well, Whetstone on blade. Shink, shink. Oh, Dax. He says, "Yeah, so uh, about that even share. I think uh, maybe that belt would do it." <laughs> the three doors just get him left like. <laughs> he says, and Mox says, "Oi, how do you figure?" He says, "The way I see it, we got a lot of coinage here, and a couple of things." That are worth more than uh, more than the coins we could count, don't you agree? I'm willing to give you some of the potions. <laughs> he, uh, I would hope at this point, Dax understands. How about you take this one? <laughs> that Druston has the best intentions in the world, <laughs> but in terms of like where the offers come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't break eyesight with Mock and just sort of. Tilts his head to tilts his head to Drusen. Drusen kind of steps back to the shoulder to shoulder with his two cousins and says, "You got to understand, Dax. This is not some random treasure. This is our kin, and our it being of our kin, it is ours to decide who it goes to." Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. See, what you're telling me is that it's worth even more to you than it might be worth in the open market. So... How about the whistle? <laughs> you can raise like the whistles? dead with it. You seem like your person might be not real squeamish with the undead and you're already, your soul's as black as I can tell. So, I mean, raising undead's not gonna do any worse. Mock cuts him and says, listen Dax, don't talk negotiating with me. You're the one that played your hands first coming for this belt. Tell me why you want it, inside check. Go for it. <laughs> I like it. You say Aid. <laughs> That's better. Ooh, that is better. Natural 19. Thanks, uh, Baron. Oh, nice. Baron's like... You're seeing a man. <laughs> so I, I think it's 23. Uh, I believe I've, my, I navigated away from my... As Mock sort of looks at him, and Dax doesn't answer immediately, and meets Mock's eyes. So he's upset that he asked the question. And, uh, uh, and Dax responds and says, he says, I'm just a guy that likes to get the, get the negotiating, uh, uh, moving at a nice clip so we can get on to finding more. And you sense truth in it. You're seeing a man who is here to get his equal share. Yeah. And nothing more. And Mock's coming back with straight truth, and he says, he says, I'm a man of my word. I haven't always been, but I am now. And he says, you'll get your share, and if it's, if you're lacking in abilities, maybe giving him a little bit of runner hand drive, playing out his ego. If you're lacking in abilities, we'll find something of power here for you. He says, but otherwise, we'd trust this belt better with Berja and give you pick of something else. Anything else catch your attention. And he kind of like looks at the big axe and looks at him, kind of like a little bit tempted to be like, yeah, I want that big fucking two-handed axe. He, uh... He looks around at your horde, which is like on a blanket, I assume. Like, it's probably yeah, laid it well, out on like a little... Like he's got an armful of gems and like <laughs> whatever, bear jaws are like sweeping the silver and shit and like 
Justin's got like a like literally like a stack of platinum that looks like he's sitting at, like, at the, the the heavy hand at a poker table in Vegas. Like that much platinum in one place. Like fuck, rare metal. He says, "All right, here's the way I see it. You guys all seem like friends. You're gonna be together forever. I ain't your friend. Uh, I get uh, it. Uh, 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 what? Seems a little bit strong word. <laughs> uh, he says, no offense, oil man. <laughs> He says, you know, I think we might be friends. He's like, but some of these others, they don't see it the same way. And I hope that this relationship of ours will be a long and prosperous relationship. But, that being said... I met you yesterday. Thor's <laughs> <laughs> a, a long time with this kind of loose talk. <laughs> I'm bearing more than everyone else. He says, indeed, uh, indeed. Farts that lasted longer than our relationship. Indeed, indeed. And he says, that is why I see our relationship with each of yourselves as strictly a business one. And I think that we have started off making a great business arrangement here for a long and prosperous business relationship moving forward. Mobnoggled respect. We'll be that. friends, Mr. Vane. But. I don't know about that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you got wizards, you got sorcerers. He says, you got ways to do all sorts of crazy things. I saw it with my own eyes right here. He says, gotta say, if I'm gonna be honest, kind of glad I didn't take up sword against you. Not sure which way, which way it would have gone. He says, so the way I see it, I'd be cutting you a break. If I take the one thing here, this seems a bit redundant based on your particular skill set. And he leans down and he picks up the ring of water walking. I'm willing to give that to us. Yeah. He says, no other coins. No other coins. He says, call it even for the, uh, for the treasure and coinage found since I arrived. I mean... Should have got Tempu this whistle. <laughs> he says, well, so about that, I'll take the whistle too. Seems like, uh, and he looks to Jerusalem uh, uh, and he says, seems like he doesn't want you to have it in the first place. Model looks the bear and says, <laughs> sending him that whistle is the most surefire way of getting it blown that I can think of. I? Uh, I suppose that's true. It belongs to a museum, some kind of uh, right, in a lockbox, sealed or no one can touch it. I can have my druthers with that whistle. We use it to negotiate with the next dragon right before we kill him. <laughs> Mock says to himself, if we're speaking of talents, I can only see yourself getting a wee bit slipperier and deadlier with that ring than without. And as long as your blade's for us, I'm for it. He says, I have no quarrel. Yep. I, I, I feel better with you than a belt with you sweet-talking dwarves. You can go sneak up, sneak up on some mermaids or something. <laughs> you start wearing that ring, does that mean you want to continue following us to the next mysterious dwarven hold with a black dragon in it, or are you taking this ring and bidding farewell? He says, I've been thinking about that very thing. He says, you know what? I have a feeling a long discussion is about to take place between all of you. <laughs> he says, uh, he says, he says, in my next steps, well, it'll probably depend on what you all decide. He says, we could be parting ways. He says, 
Frankly, I ain't so interested in, uh, uh, in this long drawn out politics affair you got going here. So, uh, just, if you're gonna go that way, seems like a fine way to go. Not much for my, not, not a place for skills as mine. Is he says, that's just an example. He says, that's a long way of saying, and sometimes I like to speak in long ways. Mark says, and, and with due respect, he means it. He says it earnestly, with due respect. If we were to ever contact you or your organization, would you share would you share your tradecraft so that we might? In other words, he's asking, how do we get in touch with the assassins and possibly you in the future through usual assassin channels? And he's asking it in earnest, but he's asking it pretty directly. He says, you've done more than enough to earn a referral. He nods and he says, well, uh, he says, uh, appreciate that. He says, uh, I don't, and he, and he also says earnestly, he says, I don't look upon your trade any differently than my own. He says, soldiers or assassins, we're all in the business of taking life. We'll take a break for this in just a moment. Um, yeah. um, uh, I want to... But you want to jump in? Let's come and jump in. How much? Let's, let's before we start patting each other's backs and yanking appendages. That ring. Middle out. <laughs> how much? How much coin did we gather in total around here? I can tell you that. Just want to understand the. I really have the, no idea. The fair share. The fair ring. share of the ring. Sure. I can tell you that. Do you want to take a break while Drewston's uh, counting up the money? Eat our pie? It's a great tack for a scrim court. Clearly, the dwarves are trying to defend the item right. that they care about. We're going to take a break before we get a They're bunch of fork flattering here. Uh, I don't want to understand what, he's, what, we're, what we're valuing the ring at. As so, yeah. uh, I don't have the platinum, but everything else I have. Uh, it's going to be about. Uh, Please let me come break. Probably about uh, two hundred more gold per character if we don't split it with Dax. So two so, times. So seven each character. Will they be actually want to know the total. Yeah, like what's oh, the, the, total the total amount? What's, what's so we have one hundred and fifty platinum pieces, three thousand two hundred forty right. gold pieces per person right now, and right. a group of seven. It, they just want the total. Not per person, oh, just the total amount. The total gold value of what they got. Take your time. Dude, I'll have it actually like that. Oh, okay, okay. You did oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to call an official break to eat uh, some birthday pie. Yeah. I'm delicious. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you.
Someone shut up in rounds, and we really all just dove into it. Okay, um, I wanted to figure out because we're talking about the distribution of the money and about all the stuff that we've got. Um, this we should play what's Bearjaw carrying and finally decide what I'm. I have the, it might be best to do an no, off see, session. It's going to be I, a long. I have all the weight of, uh, of the gold pieces we just found. That's that's gonna be the bulk of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, the total weight is two hundred sixty-five. Oh, sixty-five does take me to encumbered. So oh, on top of what you have now. Yes. You can carry three hundred sixty before encumbered. Is that including with the thing you took at six level? Yes. No. No. Yes. Wait. Double it again. It doubles and doubles. Unless Wait, because this is strange. Ten eighty was the original when we were discussing it this uh, last week. You were already at ten eighty. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, I wonder why they don't. So they failed to. Oh do no, no, the no, 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 no! Heavily encumbered. Remember, the encumbered weight does no. nothing. It drops her. Her. This is. This is correct. The heavily encumbered only slows her by ten feet. It does almost nothing. The heavily encumbered. That's the only one we're looking for. So it, uh, is, it is double. Understand, but with that that ten eighty carrying capacity wasn't that what it was before? Oh no, that was push jagger lift before. Yes. It was one thousand. Yes. Yeah, now it's a lot. So more. she is. Yeah. She is in fact quadruple. <clears throat> so you can go to three hundred and sixty pounds before you. It even slows you down. Mm-hmm. Be, you That's a lot. Your pack. We can also sort a bit. I mean, we can get like twenty pounds here, there from the various yeah. rest of us. Uh, so I think it sounds like we could probably carry it all. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. there is no problem. Leave no coin behind. Yeah. She can go to seven hundred and twenty pounds Which before is she is more than we can all carry covered naked. <laughs> but that will. But it sounds like what's the the that pound would be limit where it slows her down by ten feet? By ten feet? That's I've she's over that. that. That's three sixty. Three sixty. Okay. So I just have to drop. Okay. To give you to 20, give you uh, guys, a little bit of perspective, Mox now has eighteen strength and he can carry a hundred and eighty before he becomes encumbered. I had so, like a fifteen pound bear trap. I had to drop that. That's what she's got. Hey, I had one. Of those. I'm holding on to it. I ditched it because I went. Save my life one day. When you I mean, use it on the bear, you fought. I love. If, we're, if it's I between it. twenty pounds of gold and twenty pounds of bear trap, I'd say lose the bear trap. Well, I mean, we could buy a lot that. more bear traps. You can say that, but then. We could buy them, but we wouldn't. Have them. would be like, "How you will you trap a bear with the gold? Can't bribe a bear. You can't bribe a bear. You can't bribe a bear." I love the idea that Mirajar needs to drop the bear trap, so she puts it around the neck of the dragon, so that someone thinks that she killed the dragon by tricking it. To get no the bear way! Trap. Are you kidding me? I love the I fell from the ceiling and crushed its skull it's plan. Okay, that story's way better. Let's uh, let's move it back into so the, the question that we were at in the game. Yes. Was yes. how much to total? Okay. I just want to understand how much total was a hoard, just to get a sense of. Yep. I'm about to do that here. I'm just putting in okay, my numbers. I'm just gonna make a note. because um, Grimm <clears throat> I just want to understand exactly what we're valuing that ring at. Seems like the belt is definitely there's uh, a desire to keep okay. it in the family, as it were. I mean, you got the numbers, right? Yeah, I just need an extra parenthesis. Yeah, I'm gonna need some words from Bear Jaw. Okay, uh, the the this is just coins. Okay. Right, champs. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 600 gold piece worth of gems. Uh, just the 
coins, pure the coins, we would each be getting 1,081 gold pieces worth of coins. We divided by seven. But again, the question was, how many total gold? So times seven, oh, right? Okay, I got it. That's the only question that's been asked. The only question that's been asked is, how much gold did we lose? Uh, and then, and then if we if we divide that by six people, is that what you're asking? What's the no, 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 no. Not asking a per person. How, okay, Kevin, Kevin oh, I'm going to answer. God, how I, much I, gold I, did I, the party lose? God, I have that already. That's I, why we I, thought I, it was I, weird. It was taking you so long. Okay. How much gold did the party lose? We're not looking for per person. person. Just the what's the big number? What's right here? So gems plus gold pieces, right? Sure. Sure. Gems plus well, whichever you can answer. Gems plus coins is going to be eight thousand one hundred sixty-four. 8,164. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference between splitting it 6 and 7? That is 8,000. Wow. Healthy chunk. So, how much of that is wow. fair to be so, I oh, feel... I mean... That? So, hearing that, Scrimcorn no, no, no. says... <clears throat> okay, knowing that... <clears throat> a ring... <clears throat> a ring for, uh, for Dax... <clears throat> okay with that. Mock says to Scrimcorn, it's because he's musing, and he says, uh, he says, uh, you're right, you're right to consider the deal, uh, Scrimmin'. We have a lot to protect from, uh, from, from, from Dax. If he's looking at uh, the belt of Arken, he says, but honestly, the market for these pieces, he says, you remember Shatterspike? It says, he says, it's as difficult to find a buyer as it is to fix a price. He says, he says, for us to move any of these things into actual payment, it would be uh, would be effort in itself. Uh, he says, uh, uh, he says, there's some comfort in knowing that paying Dax in the in the ring saves us a spot of trouble if we're ever trying to monetize. I I I have no interest <clears throat> in trying to put these items on the market and go through that headache. Well, if we're looking for diamonds, they might be. <laughs> uh, well, also just for us, let's be clear. I have my wife pretty concerned. But I currently don't have any wee diamonds to raise any of you lot should you get a bullet, a, a spike through the head or something. Uh, and just so you guys don't just be informed. Face full of acid. What a face full of acid. If we or lose your face. If we don't give Dax any coins, I know no one asks us, but if we don't give Dax any coins or gems, we each get about 300 gold pieces more than we would if we split the coins and gems with Dax. That is good to know. I think we're, we're kind of phasing back in kind of on the heels of Mock being like, I'm okay with that ring. Yep. <clears throat> is how I remember it kind of. Oh, so, I feel better than I do about the belt. Anyway. Doc's kept us out of a spot of trouble when uh, when the the Dwarger started getting curious. And he's provided valuable information about these assassins on our heels. We don't really need the uh, magical aspect of it. I mean, I can always, like, multiple of us can cast water. I, I can, you can, Trustin can, I what think. Can also, well, we'll have that, that portion of water breathing. Hmm. In case, uh, in case Dax, uh, a second of us gets caught in a bit of, a bit of watery misfortune. Unless there was one person who felt very strongly about keeping the ring, which it sounds like there isn't. I know. You're uh, just about brimming with magical energies now with what we're looking at. Hmm? Right, I think she's... I don't know if she can carry much more as far as, you know, potent magic. After a bit, they start... Well, I don't know stories I hear. 
What are you here, cousin? Well, you can only have, like, so many magical things. You can't be, like, a giant, you know, toolbox of magical items where you've got everything and anything. It's like, oh, I've got a magic sword, a magic hat, and a magic knife, and a magic switch, you know, boots and whatever. How would Justin explain this? Uh, the legend of the tombment? They say the gods gave us... What is it, three? Three. Three... A tomb? Fairchild gives him the old eye Jack speaks up and says, The soul and the body, it, it can only take so much. Uh, and he takes out he takes out his two daggers. He takes out his two daggers and he looks one to the other. And he says, uh, uh, and he says, They sure do come in handy, but... He says, he says, We can only carry so... We only, can only use so many of them. He says, he says uh, something happens to you if you try to do more. Have you heard of an assassin who pushed him his look too far there? He says, oh, I have. I killed him. <laughs> he says, it's not good for him. <laughs> not fucking fair. <laughs> he says, I watched a man do it. What happened? He says, he says, the body it tries to resist. He says, like, come on, I mean... And he, he goes... Your body tells you when to stop doing things. You know, you know what I mean. Like that's the whole point of like. My body has never told me. I to don't stop think Bach actually can relate to that. He takes his uh, dagger and he points it and he says, "Starts to hurt." It's the way of telling you to stop doing that. And he sticks it back. Oh, kind of. But uh, you keep he doing says, it. He says, "You try to get that fourth. You try to get that fourth magic on you." He says, "It starts to hurt, and you keep pushing, and it hurts more." We've all eaten too many slugs in one sitting. I think I can speak for I everyone. I have never here. eaten a slug that I'm aware of. Oh, it was good berry. <laughs> That's never mind. I don't know. <laughs> Since I've been seeing that good berry rise in your belt there. I always knew it was slug juice somewhere in there. Docs, now that you're, uh, now that you're satisfied. You had slug juice. What do you think was in the slug juice? Spiritual? I was aware of. Might we have a word with you? You may have many words with me. I am a good listener. Uh, Drusen looks to Baron, the elder, in case he's the one who wants to present the belt. He should present it. Yeah. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the air shifts, and suddenly they become all three more formal. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, yeah. She, she catches on to that and just kind of set it back. It's coming into our possession, a relic of dwarven kind, uh, that will, uh, you know, it's truly a, a, there is no item more dwarven, but this, putting this on will make you a bit dwarf, quite frankly. Grow <laughs> hair on your beard. I mean, on your chin. <laughs> you'll be able to speak our language, read our writing, uh, you'll get our constitution, uh, and, uh, well, other dwarves will I find seen, you. I have seen you drink. Mighty comely. So, that's just how it is. There's uh, not much more we can do to <laughs> offer ye from the dwarves that this belt can't provide. Aye. Considering the great service you have done to us in months past. Freed Karundrakar. Freed Karundrakar. Uh, and considering the burden that you wear of the Hammer of Souls mm. and the a grave quest. Fairly worn in combat. Attached with it, right? So, it's, uh, we want to make sure you're successful. And that we're all successful, but you especially as the Baron. So, uh, this may aid you. 
Axel. And she is she's holding it. <clears throat> it's a belt. It's a belt. <laughs> Flip it around your waist. Sweet buckle on it. Holds up your pants traditionally, or you know whatever else you wear. However, that needs holding up. It will be in the middle part. Yes. Sure. Uh, Keep your shirt closed, or just you know. Up. Can hang some pockets from it. I love the idea that she puts her on <laughs> I, I honestly really like that idea. If she can get away with it, yeah, I mean, yeah. Be like, I think this will be more useful here. Totally. Ching, ching. Take a little cinching up. Yeah, it's One. different. Yeah. Uh, you're different. Once she puts it on, Tristan runs for it and gives her thigh a hug Aww. and says, "Oh, oh you are so now. He says, oh, "I may have lost my clan." But I consider you part of the Green Clan. She reaches down and she pats his little head. There's only two. Bear Jaw Green! raises his hands and a dwarven says, Moradin be praised! <laughs> oh, I understood that! <laughs> What's everybody saying? Mock <laughs> uh, does embrace Bear Jaw. And also, awkwardly around the upper range. He needs to cast that bloody light spell on you anymore. And she looks around, and indeed, she can see... can see way further than you could before. Quite far. It lacks the color that you're used to seeing. Yeah, and I want to, you know, like, when she puts it on, you know, and finishes kind of cinching it in, there's that kind of, like, magical, like, whoom. And she has to attune to this, or not? Yeah, you get some of the perks right away. We're kind of glossing over. Some of the perks. Okay, so we'll we'll go with... Short rest. Takes an hour. Should we uh, crawl out of this pit and uh, short rest? Well, hang on. She hears this faint sound, like it's almost like a kind of an echo of a concept than a a real sound, but that really distant sound of like hammers on anvils. And things like not necessarily have a little like roar stone, of the and, and the kind of the, the, the natural rumble of Almost the like earth. Looks like she like notices it more. Yeah, she notices it. It's like it's some of these things are just inherent within the the thing itself, but the power that it gives also increases the sensitivity to those things that dwarves are naturally attuned to. So like she suddenly gets the feel of you know how deep they are. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know it. She couldn't tell you. But there's a sense of And out of, of the like, corner of your eye, whoa. you see a rock, and some little part of you says, I like that's that a rock. good rock. That's a good rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thinks, that's a way, I've never thought that thought in my life, ever. Unless it was, oh, that's a good rock, before smashing someone's head in. So I don't think you guys are anticipating. She, oh, go ahead, keep going. She, she, uh, she has a new appreciation for the rock's intrinsic value. Patrician does not tell her about the beard. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just let that one ride. We were talking about you were talking about the properties of the of the in Dwarven before before yeah, she spoke. Uh-huh. He gives he gives <laughs> him a no look idea. and like goes like this. <laughs> Shakes his head. It's offset because you're ringing on your arms. Your arm. <laughs> <laughs> my arm hit. This one lavish stuff. So lush. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap that around too. So thick. The next day. It just grows. So, from Bearjaw's perspective, she yesterday afternoon wish. spent the afternoon wish. with Drustin getting dwarf lessons, mm. dwarven lessons, <laughs> and today she can speak it. 
Oh my gosh. She's brilliant, clearly. She's, she's yes. like, oh, she's for it. you want to learn a new language, you just have someone teach it to you in an afternoon, and the next day it'll just come naturally. Don't worry, Olvain. Talk to Drusin for one it's day. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible life lesson, really, is what it comes she down to. She learns nothing. We've definitely crossed our, our wires. She's learned nothing, but she knows everything. <laughs> Instant gratification. I mean, I know that if Olvain was inclined, he could learn dwarven probably a lot faster than Bear Jaw. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Like, can you take Shriek Olvain? I think <laughs> I'll be honored to. It might take a little more time. <laughs> oh, whatever I can, I can get. I think I'll be grateful for. I don't want to be left out. <laughs> or as soon as you start the next day, you get a also, belt. Also, <laughs> yeah. considering that it also allows you to read it, that's the first language she can read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one to know. It's, it's the first one. It's practically English. It's so useful now. She finally got to understand so that those common. were actually words that were on those things she and not just attractive. We're in a rival at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like You could not basically see the future in ways you couldn't. <laughs> Alright, so new world. now Justin had something to say? Justin says, uh, well, if there's nails we want to do here, shall we emerge from the pit and uh, take a little time on dry land to uh, study what we found? <clears throat> he is I, and discuss where to go next. But there's no way we're leaving before the bear jaw gets her dragon teeth. Oh! Oh yeah, she's like in the middle I've of dragging that I've got a couple parts. I want two cousins. She's like dragging it. He says, I know not of that, wizard. Up, up onto the... I know not of that, wizard. But butcher it quick. Uh, and uh, and let's make our way. Assassins assassins are coming for us. And I'll let's do them the favor of not being here when they arrive. He's pretty um, we cannot take entire skull. When you explored this, uh, mm-hmm. the Black Lake down here, especially while Drewston was doing all of the item identification, um, you found lots of little different ways. There are like lots of little nooks and crannies throughout this place. Um, but most notable is uh, up in the northeastern, uh, northeastern side of it. Actually, the map doesn't keep drawing it. It dead ends there. Sure. Sort of. Except that there is a... Um, uh, there is a small pool over there that the water a little bit trickles that direction and then it forms into a larger pool and uh, looking down around, sort of peeking into the water as you were looking everywhere. This one has a very noticeable, like it goes down and then there's a passage that goes uh, under the walls. Underwater passage. passage. Oh, perfect. Certainly large uh, enough for a dragon to swim through. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, let's... Let's win. Bear Josh should go check it out, see if she can hold her breath. And oh, the Drew, uh, we killed Tab. Oh, better. Or some ducks, he can walk on the water now. Well, well no, it's underwater. underwater. Oh. <laughs> 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 not I'm not sure that'll help. The scrim to Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, so Dax takes, uh, uh, Dax puts the ring on and steps out on over the water and then goes, oh, that's, wait a second, and he takes the ring off and he's still standing <laughs> in the water and he looks to oil vein. And he just puts the ring back on. <laughs> I'll check it out. He might have to wait a bit. Not, not as, not as dramatic. A... Oh, do you see any eggs? Kill them. Pop them. Collect them. I mean, they're they're not really... fertilized. Yes. Might make a good meal. Fertilizer. <laughs> you see, Scrim close his eyes and bring his head down, and his eyes shoot open and they get bigger and bigger and you see that similar look that you've seen before and he <laughs> and turns into a giant toad. <laughs> Which is amphibious. That means it can breathe air and water. Can it handle freezing water? 
Well, it doesn't say I can't. Uh, it'll just risk exhaustion. Yeah. Um, just right. exhaustion? <laughs> I can swallow the water. You gotta roll a 3d6 and yeah. add him up for exhaustion. Um, oh, wow, I'll fly out I'll get him rolling high. Alright, so, so Scrimcoin does what? Um, he will know he has a swim speed of 40, um, and he'll, uh, and he'll try to cross the, uh, go underwater and, and see if there's an opening on the other side. There's saving throws? Uh, cost me a spell slot. What am I at? Mm. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh. The, the, the toad. Dives down before he Spits out and coughs up its stomach and waves Whoa. it around and swallows it. I think that means don't do it. I don't know what it means, but I'm not getting close to what he's doing. I'm not touching that if that's what he wanted. <laughs> Bless uh, this. <laughs> Scrim will, uh, will, uh, begin his toad adventure. Scrim toad. Scrim Toad. And we'll see if there's an opening. Under the wall. You have dark vision, I assume. Tunnel closes. You have dark vision, I assume. Um, actually does. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. Good. Actually, you'll need it for it is a uh, longer tunnel than you expected, and it's getting colder and colder <laughs> and colder. I'm just like time underneath. You are cold blooded, so you I just slow down. Um. Mm. Glide. Yeah, the passage goes 100 feet, 200 feet, 300 feet. Ooh. Is Scream Coin going to keep going? If he if he chances going to the end, he will have to roll saving throw for exhaustion. I'll go for him. Okay. Swim, swim, this takes a minute or two to swim the 700 feet. I mean, you are at it. You're an amphibious creature. You can move quickly underwater. So sure. it takes just a minute or two to get this through the 700 feet to the other side as it opens up into the brisk Outdoor air outside the stone's tooth. Oh, interesting! It seems to emerge out the side of the mountain. Scrimtoad looks like around. Break through ice on the way up. Uh, yeah, it's like a thin layer of ice. There's something about this water that doesn't oh, let yeah. it, it freeze. Only now is it Maybe it's moving. Maybe there's a little bit of a trickle out. No, no, no. It was a unnatural. Remember this whole place yeah. like, is below freezing. It has yeah. been this whole. Are we starting place. to see little bits of ice forming on the edges and stuff now the dragon's Yeah, down? just the slightest bit. Yeah, I love that. Um, this is a very, very thin layer of ice that the frog yeah. needs to just sort of like, uh, like creme brulee, uh, crack. Cracks yeah. the creme brulee. <laughs> the sugar glaze Sh- of the. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, and looks around just to gather a couple. Uh, Landmarks, if at all, like it, like understanding where the peak of the mountain is in relation to this kind of thing, to understand where it would be on a map. Scrimcore is a. Oh wait, he's. He didn't have like a class. You are a seasoned survivalist. Yeah. Um, you have a class that. thing. You have a whole. You have a whole thing about that. Uh, is that in class features, Might racial be. traits? Where is it? I have a background. Oh, background. Wanderer, I'm an excellent memory for maps and geography. You can always recall the general layout of terrain settlements and other features around you. In addition, you can find food in small... Bam, it is easy for you to tell just by doing a quick survey around, seeing where the sun is based on what the time of day that you know that it is, despite having been underground. Um, uh, and you can tell that you've emerged out the east side of the Stone Tooth. You entered originally through the west side. The, the front door of that Kunjikar area was, uh, was on the west side. You'd gone in... Actually, I'm like sort of. We literally went through the mountain or through the tooth. Yeah, you oh, actually wow. went in like a little bit south of that area through a chimney yeah. on a, like a neighboring like hill next to the stone tooth, but more or less. Um, takes note of that. Kalen's looking up important rules right now. 
called Suffocating. Uh, <laughs> he writes it down in his Toad journal. It's ridiculous. In, in Toad's line. Uh, in his line. All cursive. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, boom, uh, goes back in and uh, starts swimming towards relatively warmer uh, water and the warm arms. And is. make that <laughs> constitution saving throw. More and more. Uh, let me DC 12. Because constitution means... It's on this guy. Um, if I'm proficient, I get to carry it over. And I if you know. wore that wore that robe, you wouldn't yeah. have to do it. Your lucky cricket, cricket only helps for skills, right? Yeah, and I have to cast it like as a yeah. It's I, I, I yeah. Press get it. What's the DC? Twelve. Yeah. yeah! Oh, do you have zero? No, thirteen. Oh wow. So nice. All right, get back through. No ill effects. The stalwart tune. Um, that means no. <laughs> that means no. Uh, um, he, the toad. <laughs> and then he coughs up his stomach a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's um, when the giant like, subterranean lizard comes out of nowhere and grabs Grimcorn. Um, the smell of your stomach permeates a little bit. Go this way. We'll have gone all the way through the tooth out the other side of the mountain. But it's a good 700 feet swim, so. Anyone wants some I'm not that good of a swimmer, quite frankly. Mox, it looks That's at me not goes, my first choice out. He looks at the wall and he says, What about a 700 foot tunnel? He's well, a, he, says, he says, As the crow flies, we're using the paints and a little bit of dwarven ingenuity, we bust right through and we're out and gone. To true. avoid the assassins? Hmm. Well, where are we headed? The assassins are also like 18 hours before. Right, yeah. Uh, Arundel have... said something about Deepamaskar. Drewston uh, knows things about Deepamaskar that Kevin does not. He says, I, Deepamaskar. Threw that on me so fast. While Greg gets that set, Mark says, Mark says, Should we head to some dwarven hole? I know it's not a matter of time, but we're best not leaving tracks out this mountain where we came in. He says, if we, if, we, if we depart by other means, be it the Glitterheim or, or here, at least they have to take our phone house through Karundrakar before they find out where we're out. I because see. If, we, if we leave out the same entrance, they come see tracks leaving, and they're back on our tail immediately. If we do need to go out that entrance, if it's more convenient for our travels, I can cover our tracks. Also, we have a potion that's all out flying. We don't need to leave tracks. <laughs> well... Only one of us quaffs that, right? I and carries the rest. Right. <laughs> we look at bears. <laughs> it's possible. Plus, I mean, one of us could turn into a thing that doesn't leave human tracks or elven tracks. I'd rather save that potion for the uh, the elder sibling of Nightscale when it finds out what would happen to it. So bear, bear was like in the middle of writing bear jaw killed the dragon on the wall. Good. Oh, Named Dwarven? Oh yeah. This is the language she's got now. She's like writing all kinds of stuff now that she knows how to write for the first time. It's like a child learning how to read. And they she's like dick balls, every... dick balls, penis, boobs. So as There's a nuance she doesn't get, but she'll get that. As you've seen, taking his notes on the mascara, we want to make our way back up to... Uh, the the planning room that seemed to be kind of our base of operations before. Let's get out of here. For oh, you're not going to paint for the 
Not I, well. We, we want to take a long rest. rest. Oh, oh. I right, feel like taking a long rest. Up right. there is just short rest. Short rest. Sorry, short rest. Short rest. For a tomb and purposes. Yeah. Or just to be out of this. Yeah. But is it don't, don't like not have a good way of getting back down the hole up and it's down a, the hole. It's a long rope climb oh, that's and then true. you gotta go through and that actually goes up to a ledge that is in an area of Queen Cut you're not explored yet. I'm not sure we did. Okay. Spider climb up and down there. All right, let's. Oh, oh yeah, you spider climbed. And we could. Mark says, he says if we're if we're going to paint the hole and 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 create the tunnel, he says there's there'll be no place warmer than inside of a confined spaces like that. So the ground will keep the heat in. He says we're we're, we're better best off resting in in the in the grotto rather than uh, here and exposed to the the frigid water. The grotto. Like if we if we create a grotto. Oh, like, I see. By drilling into the mountain. Well, right here. Well, this is we should figure out. Left here. We should figure out our next steps. Then. So where are we going? Well, we got deeper massacre, or we are talking about aligning ourselves with a a faction of uh, of dwarves to keep off the assassins. I think the worst thing about this, and I feel. I'm convinced rather, that Adric is a villain and needs to be brought to justice. <coughs> um, I don't know. Do we have enough? Can well, we take what we have to the clans? Of course not. My one of the most powerful dwarves, individual dwarves on the planet. My biggest concern is that I'm putting everybody at risk. The assassins are after me. As long as I'm traveling with you, uh, they'll be after us unless we do something to stop them. I mean, They're after her too. I do believe that was the original intent. That's true. Was it uh, capture or kill originally? It was kill Berja. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, but if you remember, those were unrelated orders. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, you know, to be honest, I feel like Berjok can handle herself. Thank you. <laughs> right, and the message we got from what the hell is the name? Not Balak, the weird fellow who was uh, gave Baca. us a Baka. Didn't he say it was now a kill order and it was on all of us? I think it was me and those who travel with me. Right, and those who traveled with you. Right, so all of us. You knew who we were. Exactly. So, if we, if we, what I'm saying, Ben, is if we can remove that uh, sword from hanging over our heads, uh, then it would give us more time to figure out what to do uh, with with the assassins at our tail. At all times, we'll be as rushed as we have been through Kundrakar. One way to remove the assassins through political means, if we could make an alliance with the Dwarven clan, uh, politically, Adric would have to uh, pull off his hit. Uh, if he help, hopes to hold on to any power, after all, he still wants to marry off Rika. What? The, 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 the assassin, the deal with the assassins doesn't seem like it was a political move in the first place. It doesn't seem very public. Us having a political ally would just mean we get support but I don't know let's if you make it public when we make it public it'll be an embarrassment to Adric but he'd deny it That's that was the concern is I, if we could I don't know if we have enough yeah the uh, the assassin's guild ain't gonna corroborate anything you claim it's kind of the whole deal but we've got an eyewitness and he points to Dax <laughs> yeah, so as I said, the Assassin's Guild, and he gestures to himself, isn't going to corroborate anything. It's kind of the whole deal. We've got another witness, and he points to Abek. 
Olbeck says, uh, yeah, I will, if that's what you need me to do, um, I, I will be delighted to help out in any way that I can that involves me uh, living for a prolonged period of time. Jason says, Olbeck, move aside, I wasn't pointing at you. Oh, and right, of course, Baron yep, that makes sense. I'm him. just going to, uh, you know, sit back down over here and go back to being quiet. Uh, I'm watching you guys loot all of the dragon's old. Baron, you're, you're a respected <laughs> priest in the, uh, in the Temple of Moradin. Your word is worth your own weight in gold. So they would believe ye if you tell them that you heard from an assassin itself. A dark shadow stalker, world famous assassin. That Adric had put out the hits. Maybe. But. Says, I'm tired of Ronan cousins. I've been wandering closer to my home than I thought originally. For 15 years! He Mas, says, I Mas, do Mas, not Mas, want these assassins at my back! Drosten, you, you must decide what you want. Do you want to be with your clan, or do you want to stop, for, or do you want to expose Adric for everything that he is or might be? For it might not be both that you get to choose at the same time. Drosten stares off his face right there. As he ponders these two things. And this time, at this point, Mach has taken a less wealthy stone as a stoop and begun to smoke a bit of a pipe. Um, and, uh, Master Dwarf, if you're tired of running, well, coming here has only prolonged that. Let me explain what Deeper Mascar is from yeah, this perspective. Because, because I, what I it is... Know. It does have the somewhat potential to entice Drewston. So, uh, it just occurred to me, so. Sure. Yeah. Before you get too far into it. The tale of the Amaskari people. Yeah, music. <laughs> mm. uh, well, I don't have a grand enough explanation for it to match the music. Anyway, uh. Just something new. Happy birthday. The Amaskari are a people far off in the western lands. To the to the dwarves here on the on the Sword Coast on the east side of uh, Faerun. Um, yeah, you know, Sword Coast is west. west. I had it backwards, right? So the Amaskari way on the east side. Amaskari reverse. In fact, having directions. you want to whip out that Faerun? Hell yeah, bitches! We're talking about we're I talking about geography. Get this shitty party out of here. To the world we don't need this. We don't need this. Cut to Grumbar actually, flying high above Faerun. Balloons are the safest way to go as long as you don't need to get there quick. Is that good? You like North of the Sun? That's what we have been doing. Do you see the stars? No, it's definitely not. That's why East and West. Greg is the one explaining things, so let's help him out. The map was upside down. Um, as Eric one, gets it. As yeah. one quick thing, just because we're talking about how far away I thought away a mascar was over here somewhere. I, I will explain it all, so. No, to understand scale, um, even if you point at it on the map and you say it's far away, roughly how far just traveling yeah, through trails? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give all the answers. I haven't even started my explanation, so everyone, everyone. We're looking at the fucking map right now. Everyone, so. everyone listen. And I'll Whoa, so, Nelly. So here you are, way up at the spine of the world. Way, there's, there was Mirabar. There was your multi-day travel to get to Blassingdale, and then there was your two-day travel to get up there, right? So here's the scales we're, we're talking next about. to the Great Glacier. Waterdeep is down here. This is the journey that you took that took you like 10 days or so with a mixture of balloon and on foot, okay? Yeah. We were racing. Amaskar. That was good. Over here. 
across the sea of fallen stars all the way on the eastern side of Faerun. Here is High Amaskar, the famous Skyclave, capital of High Amaskar. The Amaskari people are, uh, um, you know, they're, they're a, they're, it's a kingdom. It's a kingdom uh, over there, way on the east side. That's fairly unnotable. Skyclave, uh, Jerusalem's definitely heard of it, for it is, a, it is the tallest. Uh, uh, it, it is an entire city housed in a single building called Skyclave. Um, and it is just a massive, uh, a, a massive, Continue. you know, towering building that just goes up and up and up and up. And that's the entire place. <coughs> so, thousands, thousands of miles um, uh, over uh, towards the east is High Mascar. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Diva But the tales of Diva Mascar are far more interesting. Uh, stories tell, and I think Jerusalem would only be moderately educated on yeah, sort of he's the geographical so histories of, but Deepa Mascar does spring out. So anyone who's sort of well-studied in, in grander Faerun would know of Haya Mascar. It's, it's a geography. It's a quite Cartography is not what it is today, yeah. but it is not uncommon either. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a field of study that if you want to go into, there are plenty of nerds in this world. Nerd. And, and, happy to and teach. magic helps. It's not quite the internet, yeah. but it's on the way. Yeah. So High Amaskar, it's one of the more sizable kingdoms in the world. Um, Deep Amaskar is uh, uh, thousands and thousands of years ago, uh, uh, there was uh, uh, some sort of war or schism, Jerusalem doesn't know the full history here, um, that sent a bunch of the Amaskari people into exile. And the story goes that they sealed a uh, a city of their own called Deep Amaskar and sealed themselves away from all others. And there they existed for thousands of years, adapting themselves. They're humans. Um, adapting themselves to live in the Underdark and, uh, and to prosper in this place. And only occasionally would a story of uh, someone meeting a Deep Amaskari, someone with uh, pale and marble-like skin, uh, extraordinarily long-lived, you know, hundreds of years uh, these Amaskari are, these Deep Amaskari are said to live. But what makes it particularly interesting to Drustin is the stories of the magical uh, abilities of uh, of the Deep Amaskari people. For they hold themselves away here and they uh, and they developed magical artifacts and uh, and magical theories and arcane uh, arcane this and that and uh, their city knowledge. was unsealed a few hundred years ago. Not not known not known to Jerusalem exactly when. Again, he only sort of has a distant understanding of us. It's so far away, uh, but unsealed, and that it is said that Deep Amaskar is uh, is the source of some of the greatest arcane knowledge and uh, and studies in all of Faerun. But traveling to Deep Amaskar for nearly anyone, any surface dweller, is a that is a a, a dangerous and uh, and. Quite likely, deadly, uh, deadly and perilous journey for you would be going not deep underground. We're talking the underdark. So Drusen says after checking his notes and all this, I've always dreamed of going to such a place, but I do not want to go there while being chased by assassins. Uh, in truth, cousins. Every fiber in my body wants to stay here in Karunjakar and spend the next 
five years exploring and, and learning of it and writing of it and taking notes, you have to understand that one day I'm going to be hiring my own adventuring crew and coming back here. There's so much more to explore. Oh, I intend to send a message to my son Nell once, or actually, no, I'll probably send it to the High Priest in Mithril Hall. Let them know I've found this place. They'll send expeditions. There's no reason to let this place lie fallow or secret. Oh, I agree. They should be reclaimed and be announced and say, hey, we found a lost place of the dwarves. But with with assassins at Ritim, we'll never have time to do such things. Uh, Adric has had this secret for 300 years. And we can't go running, running a boat with assassins at our tail. We've got to solve this problem. What's the problem, Drusen? The problem is I've got a price on my head. And I don't want that. <laughs> I don't it's like as it. It puts me at danger. It puts you at danger. Um, I'm not sure we can get the price off your head without going to deep in that scar. Yeah. All the more reason to leave this area. I just don't know if I have enough sway personally or if we have enough evidence to to actually get a whole clan of dwarves on our side and you're not willing to try Mok just says I just simply see things simpler than all you're saying he says we clearly have got incriminating evidence against Adric one way or the other he says perhaps there's more that can be delved of the seekers of Adric here in Karundrakar he says but this journal this lays it wide open, he says, uh, and perhaps is enough not to convince the dwarven world of Adric's evil, or send assassins flee, or send send assassins away from the sure money that they mean to make. But perhaps it is enough leverage to put you back in that, to put you back in your clan and make a peace. With Adric himself, put the put the issue to best to bed. Return to your clan. Return to my shop. Return to his his uh, his temple. He says and uh, and 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 bury what 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 was never intended to be found, perhaps in the first place. Bury what was intended to be found, cousin. What was never intended to be found. Bury it. Are you kidding me? It's been buried these three hundred years. This is our grandpappy. It is the knowledge we've, we've sought. Um, he says, he says, I wasn't here seeking knowledge, cousin. Not for one second. I was here to bring you back to family. Family so, would, would, would cast you out. Says, what good is family if they've got a knife at your back? He says, Drossen, it'd be you with the knife. I, he says, I, but you're saying the price for me joining the clan is casting aside that which I've spent the last 15 years seeking. He says, not what you've sought, but what you've found. It's here. This is, this is, you've done it. I see what he's saying. He's saying if you take what we have as leverage back to Adric and say, oh, look what I've got. Let me in, let put my life to peace. Let us go, stop chasing us. And he'd probably do it, maybe. He Maybe. Maybe. He says, uh, Adric, if nothing else, is a, is a scrupulous and uh, able dwarf. He says, he may respect the play, 
He says, he says, but to say that either option has no risk is foolhardy. So it's more where your heart's at, Drosten. I, for one, can't stand that option. Adric's responsible for the death of every dwarf who died in this place. As far as I can tell. According to that journal, they delivered the, the gems, was discovered that they took one of the ones, and then the next day they're under siege. They're, those whole place sealed, they can't get messages in and out, and then they're attacked by orcs. It's all too convenient. Adric's responsible. So Mox turns on Baron, he says, well, then you'll see it through, cousin, because the other opportunity option has us traveling halfway around the fucking world, risking life and limb at every step. Oh, and, and to take that them. journey and not see it through to the end is as crazy as going down, going up against Adric himself with the wee shred of evidence we've got. He says, we're not contemplating simply going for a walk. He says, I want back in Waterdeep. I want my, I want my shop. I want my work. And he says, heading out that door and traveling across the world is as likely a chance I don't get it ever as coming up against Adric himself. Enemy you know versus enemy you don't. He says, I just don't know, cousins. If you can't, if you can't let, if you can't let this go, you can't just give what we have over to Adric. The only other option is to see how deep it goes. In deep in NASCAR. Well, that is double meaning. I understand that. Poetry. How far traveled are any of you? I mean, I haven't been that far away. I've definitely not been that far away. Nor have I. No. I've never left Gontogram except for the occasional uh, September before. And uh, since my exile, I've spent most of my time in the. Uh, let's see, where is. Uh, it's looking at that. Where was the the some of the citadel? Somewhere between okay. Waterdeep right next and Neverwinter. Water yeah, in that forest, that labeled forest yeah. to the north. I've spent my time between Waterdeep and Mirabar, wandering the woods and mountains. Mox sits there on this stone, like literally, like a personification of kind of what's going on here. He's Wearing like half naked, oh, yeah. dirty old dwarf. You know, covered in tattoos and half like clad in some of the most immaculate shimmering armor that, you know, in all dwarven kind. Like, on one hand, he's got his handcrafted, sturdy, you know, head shaver, you know, like, you know, pitted with a couple nicks on it since it was made. On the other hand, this, like, glorious, like, plus two X. It, you really have, like, half of, like, the scoundrel, the soldier, just like the dwarf who wants it, and then half, like, some sort of like shimmering heroic figure. It's kind of like there's truly a crossroads going on here. And he seems pretty bewildered and just deflated sitting there as he's just like thinking about it, you know, especially since people are really looking at this in just too, you know, as like a bit of a binary choice. And he doesn't have much more to say. What do you think, Berger? Berger. Where do you want to go? Berger. Been, been silently and somewhat bewildered and understanding all this dwarven that's being tossed about. Well, it's most of it's been common. For it's oil veins' sake. If any of it, if any of it is dwarven, when people get passionate, yeah, when we get passionate, we start speaking more. Rapidly, just like ping ponging. Oil vein looks like scream corn to like kind of like. They're just cursing. They're just mad at each other. Good to those. Good to know. Strings and Yeah, which is, you know, now she knows what they've been saying this whole time. Um, she, she kind of nods her head as, as the, everyone's talking. Um, she says, 
to travel. I think it would be good to see the world, perhaps somewhere in there. There are signs to give Snowbanes, perhaps somewhere there. I have no knowledge yet of where to look. Perhaps Deeper Mascar is a good place to start. The mascara does have much knowledge in it. But even if there is nothing there for that, there is much potential to give you what you need to bring this matter to rest. And so many days in between there and there. She points on the invisible map she's kind of constructing in her head. Um, there and there. Yeah, she, she, the, the west we, and east. West and more, and yeah, more west. Meth, west and less west. How long could a journey like that take? It looks to, like, scholarly dress. Depends on how fast we're moving, I suppose. It could take years. Per, perhaps yeah. it is... Balloon is the safest way to travel. It's the time to take a balloon. It's, it is surely different for... Dwarves, long-lived as you are. But for me, I do not have much life to live in comparison. And I would like to live it fully, with broad experience. I've seen many things and kill many things. Many many different kinds of things. (laughs) Much death. And I think cutting a swath of death across the world would be an interesting way to make a legacy. Traveling with assassins at her tail, being hired oh. <laughs> from every city along the way. So exciting, isn't it? Mox says, huh? Do you think Honest, he would follow us that far? Honestly, I don't think it, anyone, including Adric, pays quite that well. He says, I, ima- I imagine at a certain point they're treading on the assassins, the territory of other guilds themselves. But he looks at Dax. Dax says, he says, gets pretty pricey to keep, to keep a, uh... Cadre. He says, as soon as word gets out that a contract ain't worth the time it takes to track a target down, he says, it goes dry. It's what we in the business call a dry contract. And, uh... <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, not, yeah. Yeah. He says, the only way to the only way to fix that uh, is, this, is to put a lot more money on it. But the same thing happens. Another month goes by, no hit. Everyone assumes it ain't worth their time. He says, a lot of people out there willing to uh, willing to pay to get a lot of people killed. He says, it's a competitive it's a competitive market. It's a seller's market. <laughs> Seems lucrative. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he shrugs and he says, "I do all right." Well, then, cousins, should we at least uh, spend a, a day in a in a nearby city to get what supplies we need? Meet up with a uh, Gurumbar if he chooses to travel that way, and uh, and uh, get what we need to to start our travels. I'd hate to head out of this cold cave and just get exposed to traveling on the road immediately. Mark I didn't said, realize Deep in Moscow was so far away. I thought maybe we trekked through the underdark, but that's too far for my taste. <laughs> Mark says, uh, he says, he, he, he laughs a little bit. He says, he says, Oi, Rustin, surely we'll need supplies, but whereas Adric's assassin might not cross the world 
His magic, his network surely will. I wouldn't be surprised if he has relationships as far away as Mascot, wherever it lies. And he says, leaving him a trail of breadcrumbs to know where we're going may, may not be the wisest idea. He says, he kind of like shrugs and he's like, oh, I imagine there'll be plenty of uncomfortable beds between here and wherever we're going. A lot of honey. Are there dwarven homes in that area? Surely. I mean, it might be one thing if if there are, we could gain allies there. But if there aren't, it might be a good thing to be away from dwarves. Well, well, we'll have. Elvin just sees the bright side of everything. (laughs) Fewer dwarves. If there are, that's awesome. And if there's not, it's also awesome. (laughs) There's better chance of dwarves outside of here. Adric's influence on that side of the world for sure. Better luck than any of the seven kingdoms on the Sword Coast. He says, but, uh, but honestly, talking about well outside of the realm of any dwarves I've met, mm. Citadel Adbar has a wide reach, but across the sea of fallen stars. Away from the influence, it might be a good place to recuperate, figure out a plan, give us some time. I mean, with only with that experience from traveling, and the potential for we can only grow stronger, of course. Can you cast water breathing or just water walk? I can cast water. Then perhaps we should slip out this way. Uh, I don't have a prepare. Uh, I will hold my breath. <laughs> it's a hollow. It's a I am quite strong. If I cast water walk, and then if we go in the water, does that mean it'll We're force us up to the top of the ceiling, and then we can uh, essentially uh, spider uh, climb? Through the water. <laughs> it depends on us how being gone. Also, is good for my family. If we're just gone, lost the wind, Adric thinks us fled. I think he might satisfy him. You know, if we've fled the other side of the planet or Earth or land or whatever, uh, maybe he gives up the chase. Seems like the most dangerous thing we can do for your family is to come forward with not enough evidence. Hey, poke the or bear. Or not strong enough to. Take his head and pop it off his shoulders. Mox shakes his head, he says, But my last thought is about our mothers. He says, Adric will know what we found here. And to leave and travel across the world is to give him time to create a contingency plan. Mm. Who knows who knows how he'll tighten his fist in our absence. Mm. Not to act against him. He may he may he may exact his revenge, thinking thinking that things are out of his control. He says, we don't know him, and he may be innocent, but we don't know him, and he may be more black-hearted than we imagined. If he's as calculating and shrewd a tactician as I heard he is, he already has a contingency plan. Then we'll leave that door open. I've already left sight of the, the mountain that Gondolgren is beneath. Because when I looked at it, I could always see my mother. Your mother uh, is and Margaret says, by, by leaving, we may have to accept returning to some, some grave truths. We'll come back, perhaps with the strength to topple him or force him to reveal what he's done. He says, but in that time, there's no knowing what he would, what he may do in our absence. And he says, and he says, it's, it's, impos- it's impossible to know if now isn't the time to strike. 
So we have the journal. Do you not have... Erika is returning, yes? Ah, mm. uh, she returns to her father. Will we have someone on the inside? Perhaps she can tell you something of this uh, question. Spells. We might... Seems wiser to actually contact Rika to get an update on the status what could than do anyone else. I don't know if she'd be back there or just a few days into her no, journey. Not now. I mean, if we're in deep in Vascar, I'd rather hear Rika's take on what's going on than anyone else. That's true. She is like spy. Stay uh, with the the dragon bones I found. There's dragon? magic within it, and I can use them to cast a new spell and stay in contact with her. Aye, aye. Perhaps Ruka should do that frequently. Perhaps Ruka could wash the home front. That or we take the fight to Adric directly, find his syndicate lair, confront him, kill him, bring him to justice and call it the end of it. I don't know what resources he has at his aid, though. When you say bring to justice, do you mean a more generalized law and order type justice or more of a crushing type oh, justice. That's what I'm, I'm mean, happy you're talking about. I, I mean, just, I can I'm put asking. him in a zone of truth and ask him fairly and straightforwardly, are you responsible for the deaths of the dwarves in Krimdukar? You have a and power if he answers truthfully, Aye. <gasps> At least it's in the books. I've never used it before, but it should work. We don't uh, have to... We don't have to decide with... to a conclusive end now, but... Were we to walk out right now, who here is in favor of going to Deepa Mascar over trying to bring what evidence we have either to Adric or another or another Dwarven clan? Who would like to go to Deepa Mascar? I would like to go. <gasps> three votes. Yeah, is that so it's just the three? Yeah. The question always arises of whether or not we can go and confront Adric. But the, fear, the sheer fact that we kept questioning it has to signal some kind of doubt. And we can only strengthen that with time and more exploration, trying to find more information, more allies. And you're not okay. We, it is off the table to hand him this information and go back to your old lives. Is that right? My old life was stripped from me. I do not have an old life. I mean... Would you like a newer, fresher life? To trade no. No. Okay. what we've found. I could not go back to my old life knowing what he's done. I'm sorry, I just... I can't. That's... I don't really have an old life. This is my life. And my life is following the will of Morden. And this... If he's done what he's done, then that's... Morden wants you to help me find Snowbane. Morden wants many things, apparently. <laughs> Still adds subtly. To bring up one... You could help. That's yeah. one other thing. If we could find Snowbane and deliver the hammer to, sh- and to, to, to follow the commands of Morden... I don't know how to start that. Delivered by a Goliath wearing a belt of dwarven kind... I would think that would give us quite a leg up in negotiations with the good upstanding dwarven folk. It's true, but cousins, I didn't see your hands raised. Does that mean you want to confront Adric I'm on the fence. I don't know. Tristan kind of looks nervous. Mark says, I trust the devil I know. He says, I'd rather go 
to the dwarves of the Sword Coast? Can I know in Adbar? Can we know in Mithrahal? And cast our lots before them that we might gain their trust to act against Ad- Adrakir. He says, Drusen, you're so afraid of us dying, but if we die, the worst of it's not that we're dead. We're dead. We're, in, we're, uh, we're off to our next life. The worst of it would be Adric is off for good. Uh, agree, cousin, but... We must gather for allies. dying is also very bad. You did not see what I did when I died. Cast into limbo? A slave to ice giants and trolls and... Is it not safe for the goddess? To raise a dwarven army, gather allies, march against Adric, break his alliances. Is that not a safer path physically than stuff your poke, summon Onga, and head off into who knows bloody where? I agree. I think we should find allies amongst the dwarves. Why does it have to be just amongst the dwarves? I mean, is in this party evidence enough that it's just more than dwarves? We have, we have a Goliath and we have... Are you? Two half elves. What's he called a white elf? Exactly. <laughs> called <laughs> and, and technically one human if you wanted to yeah. use that kind of map. Orcs is oil. Yeah, and uh, you know, like, even orcs can be a, a great asset. Shut up, Bobby! Not a good tree the room! <laughs> Mox says, Oilvane, who, who who do you think of? What powers might be able to rival the what's the name of his keep? Adric's keep again? Amberhelm? Amberhelm's keep. It's like the green keep or some shit. Mm-hmm. Forest keep. Uh, Forest something. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the name. Kel, Kel, but, Kel defined it. Ad, um, rival Adric's own citadel. Hmm. I mean, he's had so many children and grandchildren and allies, and clearly we're still in his influence. Like, we don't know exactly how far and how deep that travels and in which direction, good or evil. I mean, I feel like. The devils that, as you say, that we don't know, I mean, they might just be our best chance. Because there's probably good out there. At least powers that we can explore and maybe surprise them with. He's optimistic. Maybe one of our mothers. I'm, I'm with my brother. Right now, the devil we know is a really bad devil. Threat. <laughs> Three for Deep Mascar. Three Why do we have to have an even number group? Three on the fence, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, Mock is, is probably leaning Seste, but he's by no means... Can you ask question? You, do you have power to... Um... I think... I think with the, the magic left in the dragon bones, there's a way for me to reach out to Adric himself. Mark send and perhaps receive a message. Mark says, what if we oh, go oh. to one of the Doran strongholds? Prepare ourselves for the journey across the world and use that as an opportunity to Column A, Column B. To make some to to, to reveal what we know to a trusted few. I can send word to allies of mine in Adbar. They can meet us in Mithra Hall and create, create a network of our own for people that will maybe see our, see our, our, our discoveries for what they are. So it's not not but Rika 
but other trusted contacts that we may rely on or may be able to carry our truths. We could guise it under a revelation of the founding of Karundrakar or whatever it be, but cross our purposes, perhaps. Someone to hold on to this journal, maybe. I don't feel at ease, the idea of traveling across the world, needing to keep a book in good shape. I agree. So, first stop, a nearby hold that we trust. Gather our supplies there. Try to see how the other dwarves will take the news of what we've discovered. And then head out to Deepa Mascar. Tell them this is what we know. And we're going to Deepa Mascar to find Tatikasiqua to get more evidence. Hold fast. <laughs> Pretty damn close to Mithril Hall, frankly. Does Baron suggest that? Where is Mithril Hall around here? Uh, Mithril Hall, Mithril Mithril Hall oh, it's right is there. there. Citadel Adbar, where Mock's from, is there. And Gontelgrim, Gontelgrim is, is actually right by right the Sunless Citadel somewhere in here. Like, right over Literally, the it's on the same I don't know, Mithril Hall and Citadel Adbar. Like, wait, so you got exiled and you just, like, pitched a tent in eyesight of the Citadel, just, like, crying for 15 years. I love the idea that he meant to travel the world, but every time he got out of sight of the mountains. He missed panic, his family yeah, too much. And would just be like, I bet there's some ruins back in the back. <laughs> I mean, it's like getting kicked out of the house and you pitched a tent on the front yeah, lawn. Yeah, literally. It was like an empty lot around the corner. Like, I think that really fits true. Story. That is amazing, and I couldn't agree more. Is he still out there? <laughs> yeah. He'll come in when he's ready. He's coming. He's coming. I mean, is Nomi his last goodbye? I mean, oh, that's great, great, great that's for right. later. I mean, I mean he... That's he great. said it was mine. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. I want to make, <laughs> so, I want to make sure, like, we're not just going to leave and it's gone. Well, let's not initiate a whole break here. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Is Baron suggesting Mithril Hall? I mean, of the Dwarven Holds, I know I have a good reputation there. I have family there. I have Ken. Was a mere 50 years ago we were there for the last September, no? Aye. Is Mithril Hall Baron's, uh... That's his home. Baron's, Baron's home. Is that where we had the September adventure? Yeah. That's what you just said. Uh, what was a good time? Are both of those east of here? Aye. Yes, west. And, uh... My mission, as it was given to me, was to go and reclaim the lost dwarven relics and lost dwarven lands, so coming back with news of Karindukar would be in victory. Quite frankly. And uh, the news that we have, I mean, we could get people to secure this area. How has your other objective affected your stand, your standing with your, with your clan? That's, we're friends here. Fuck off, friend. He puts hands up, and he's because he's not uh, uh, unusual of Scrim. He's not he's not going after uh, Baron's uh, family history. He says, "Can we expect a warm welcome at Mithril Hall?" Uh, they might be a little surprised to see me back so soon. It's only been a year, and it was for seven. Uh, but at the same time, these missions are often unfruitful, so coming back with something to show for it is, uh, I don't think that would be unwelcome. Something a uh, short a short walk from Mithril Hall, they could investigate it pretty quickly. Alright, wouldn't be too much trouble to get a delegation, a, uh, a team together out here to scout the place and recover it. Um, as far as my own personal relations go, uh... 
I mean, I was in grief when uh, after my wife died, and it's true. Maybe I requested this assignment to. I, I couldn't bear being at home knowing she wasn't there. So, uh, but I don't think I made an embarrassment of myself. It's fair. Not that we assumed you did. The one thing is if anyone here is squeamish about encountering assassins, stopping off somewhere like Mithril Hall before we go to Deep in Mascar does not make us inconvenient targets. Mock says. With deeply within. Pharaoh nods her head. Amber Helm's grass. He says, but for filth like the Mudbeards, they'd have a better chance of, of making a fire on the Great Glacier than assassinating us in those halls. Aye. They are well guarded. And our, and, and our status as clansmen serves our purposes uh, uh, even though Adric seeks our lives. My concern is my concern is if if Amberhelm hears that we were in Kundrakar, it won't be mudbeards that come knocking. He it could says, be someone uh, from within Mithril Hall that we think is an ally. This is your right, Scrim. It's the it's the risk of playing both sides. He says, but what it allows us to do, he says, I'll I'll reach out to Dane Frostbeard himself, the most perilous dwarf I know who walks the, f- the face of Faerun. He's the master of axes himself at Citadel Adbar. He's a, he's a reports to King Harnoth himself and leads all the warriors of Adbar. And he says, it was he himself who dragged me from Waterdeep years ago, pissed drunk and given up on life. And he's one of the few dwarves I truly count on to be friends. And if I call him in seriousness, he'll be there. He says, this is a dwarf that no one would fuck with and can hold our secrets until the time is be. And he says, and if, if it comes to the point where, where, uh, where we're in a fight, he says, you'll need no more warriors than the, than, the, uh, than the Iron Guard themselves bearing down on you to make any enemy turn tail and run, five Adrex included. Plus you get to show off that sweet armor next. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so then, how do we want to get out of here? Swim through the tunnel, out through the Glitterheim, or flying beneath Bergdorf? I like well, the tunnel idea best. Let's be clear, where are we going? That was an idea, are oh. we set on it? I think Bye. Mithril Hall is our best bet. Seems to satisfy both. If Mithril Hall really is a stop on the way to Deep in Asgar and not our end destination, Perhaps they have fights there. I'm sure you could probably pick a fight now that you know how to throw curses in Dwarven. Mm. And yeah. dwarves, too. <laughs> I feel like as long as we're traveling east, we're going in the right direction. If we do go that way, you'll need to he's a, vouch for my dear brother. His, uh, he, says, uh, he says, well, there's one thing that Mithrahal values almost as much as Ken. And that's coin, and they're heavy laden with it. And if we can't supply ourselves in the halls of King Bruinor with the with, with with weighing down our packs, then we're fools that never belonged on the road in the first place. I knew there was a reason we came down to kill this dragon. <laughs> Oi! Uh, yes. To kill the dragon. 
<laughs> Fred's just like, I thought we already covered that. Yeah, we killed it. Got that. Look at that dead thing over there. Check. It's fucking sweet. Check. So are we going to pull that? Our way out? Uh, tunnel. Well, now that we know we're good, uh, tunnel puts us on the east side of the mountain, or the, the, the water did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tunnel you swam down is a right. toad. I'm getting big. It was, yes. It was east. Yes. It's yeah. east side. Cool. Yeah. It would point us but towards in the distance that you guys are traveling, coming out the east side or west side. Like yeah. there's no difference. It's like 500 right. feet. This is it? more about just setting, get, yes. setting the assassin. Well, it's one less mountain to get on the other side of. It is true. It is true. It's not so bad. I'm just kind of thinking it's not like it gets you there even right. a day earlier. <laughs> it, yeah, it's more tactical than. Right. Yeah. Well, so um, if we don't want to have me erase the tracks, which I'm happy to not have to worry about, we could go through the tunnel. I don't know how we could safely get all of us swimming through it. Water breathing is uh, pretty I'm not much of a swimmer, to be frank. And uh, this armor, though glorious, is uh, not like 700 light. feet? Truly glorious, yes. Oh, but as the toad swims. As <laughs> toads swim. So you'd need a 700 long toad rest. feet. Also exhaustion. Also exhaustion risk. Yeah. Well, we don't, what if, we you, what if you all held on to a rope and I pulled the rope through? Like, I... Oh, stop. It's your religion. It's your job. No, it isn't. It's normal religion. water. It's normal uh, water. I don't... He pulls I, like an icicle out of the water that's just floating by. Normal like, water's ice. I don't think we have... I don't think we have the lung capacity or the rope. Well, you might be surprised. Your lung capacity is pretty high in this game. Um, what's your constitution? Seven hundred feet is an how many? unbelievably long swim. Yeah, but how many minutes can you hold your breath? Yeah, but you can't move very fast in the water. You you even I, said plural. I think that's half speed. I can move twenty. I can move fifty feet. No, it's. I I would rather use the paints. I don't want to set out on this journey with one drowned popsicle of a party member. <laughs> uh, we've already done that one, and I do appreciate y'all helping me recover from the... Uh, Mark says, better, yeah. better under the earth than under the water. Five, I'll choose digging. Can the paints five, do five, it? Five, five, tunnel, yep. 700 feet. Can the paints oh, do it? Oh, got that? <laughs> Makes bear jaw stoop pretty significantly. The whole yeah, yeah. It's not that super swim. Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to take a swim? No, wait, don't do that. We'll grease you up. We still got the oil on the alchemy jug. We'll dig and the tunnel at an angle so you can slide that. down. I will go through the water. I will meet you on the uh, other side. We've done a, a rope bridge. We've done another tunnel. I have no idea how much we have on the left. Yeah, we haven't tried. I, I've got it, Mark. You've got oh, a really? gazillion left. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 literally, painting another one would be 25 square feet. Oh, great. And each of your pots of the three that you have in there, you're a thousand square feet. Each yeah, so this is right. twenty-five okay, square feet out of a thousand. Do like, you want to take each tunnel is nothing? Or have we basically taken a short rest and talking about all this? Let's take a short rest in the garage. Yeah. And if you do five by five, it's only four hundred <laughs> cubic yeah. feet to get all the way to the end, and you could have it be ten thousand cubic feet. So, so I think Greg, we have literally been talking for an hour. Have we taken a short rest, or we can, we can mechanically? Well, uh, you, I mean, you took basically short rest to do the identifications. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, so mechanically, mark, so mark you, short rest. you got a short rest. Thanks. Okay. 
So Barrett uh, can hold her breath for five minutes. That's a really long uh, time. He, healing wise, uh, do we need a healing spirit? Uh, no, I mean, basically, I'm just. No. Here. I'm at 52 no. or 57. I'm alright. So I'm 39 and 52, so I can just use my second. Well, I can use uh, hit dice actually. Yeah. You have 57 as your as your max. Uh, yeah, currently. Hutch, 57. Hutch. What's your max? 52. 59. 38. 44. 45. I'm a fuck dwarf. Already? Because that'll give you no, one, one for a level. Holy moly! Yeah. That thing. Okay. Okay. So you'll probably be so like uh, 65 or something. Level six now. That's, huh? I even have like 15 for my constitution. Yeah, Baron's a hill dwarf, and they get a they get extra bonus hit points of dwarf. And uh, I have pretty decent constitution. I figured wizards and sorcerers would have the same hit dice. What are your what's your constitution? I don't know why I have so many more hit dice. Well, I do have high constitution. Uh, I think I have a 16 constitution. Because my constitution was always higher than my intelligence at first. Like, there's a big Think. jump between yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, now you got <laughs> advantages. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. They're going to come drink with you guys. 65. She down by 65. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. We need, like, a belt of protection on the level, man. Okay. So, Jason's going to take out, actually. Nice. He and with the hit die, I am. He summons his unseen servant, who he's discovered. Had artistic capabilities in life when he's he done pretty good sketches so far, <laughs> and uh, he orders him to use forced perspective to Cast create forced perspective. Yeah, to create a uh, seven hundred foot five by five tunnel. Drum lines. My unseen servant uses the painted pot to create a tunnel. Your unseen servant is painting the yeah, tunnel? Because I guess yeah. he has artistic abilities. Yeah, we've discovered he has artistic abilities. Oh, okay. he, was a, he was a cultist. He would paint all kinds of murals of people being sacrificed for dragon yeah. gods. Yeah. All right. Now he gets Those to words carved in that got like the poison gas and the, the fire breath. So you're going five by five by, by 700. It's famous. Okay. If you make it a circle instead of... What's the maximum depth? I forget. Thing. It's not depth. It is cubic feet. Oh, wait. I did the original math wrong. thought you might have. You can't... I did 10,000 well, by Can we squeeze? You, you, no, you have to do two. Yeah, we'll do it. Two so you, if you just paint two, then it's just uh, 25. Well, what if we make it two and a half feet and we squeeze? You can. <laughs> no. We can squeeze two smaller spaces. Yeah. I mean, it's... If you want to squeeze, it's up to you guys. Yeah, you but this, part, this paint is so useful. Drop. Mark just like looks at the a, a, a tunnel and he says like oh. Tristan's not asking. No, he okay. wants to preserve these paints and he's telling his unseen servant to paint it two and a half foot. I mean, by two and a half foot. Bear sees the painting and he looks at Bearjaw and he looks at the painting. And he's like, let's let's not give our Goliath friend claustrophobia. That's that looks terrible. Sure, sure. Her I could go through the water. Well, if we here, how about this? If to save paint, what if we? In the actual water passageway, if we paint above that, so we don't actually have to paint the lower plane, and then I can cast water walking again, and we can just walk on the water through this. So we use one, uh, a quarter, twenty-five percent less paint. We used to no, it's just it's down. just the front surface area. It doesn't what? matter. Wait, 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 wait. What if? What if? Let's know? just use the paint. It doesn't matter that much. What <laughs> if you go over to the tunnel? With the water, and you build the your paint tunnel uh, just above that tunnel. That's, yeah. That's what you yeah. said. Right? Yeah. It doesn't and save wouldn't anything. that it would save us? It would give us um, ceiling space. Is there a way to not, yeah, not, not going to wade? No, it. you only get one uh, dimension. The only thing it's costing us is a five by five square. That's all the paint that costs us. Yep. The depth is is free. 
Yeah. How, 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 sturdy. how sturdy? But Kaylin's saying we could do a, a, like, a foot. one foot tunnel so we could just breathe, but we'd still be exposed yeah. to breathing. Yeah, yeah you'd still roll the exhaust. Uh, yeah, that how, doesn't affect bear job, but okay. That's uh, why bear job was like, why don't we go through the wall? I'm always so As Mox sees okay. this tunnel being drilled or whatever, and it, like, <laughs> there's always the risk of us being bigger than, like, and Caven is the risk, right? right. We've all seen Count of Monte Scary. Christ. It's a fantastic movie. Scary. Right? Like, it happens. It happens. If, you, if you're upsetting the walls of a, of a, of a well-crafted cave, you risk Caven. It's like, what are the ch- is there a chance of Caven with the squeeze? If not, I don't care about getting muddy and, like, we all squeeze through tiny tunnels. With the squeeze, I would say there's a chance to cave in with any tunnel. Sure. And does the risk drastically increase? I would say your dwarven knowledge tells you that it wouldn't be much of an appreciable difference. Okay. Really, yeah, there's, there's some, like, differences. There's, yeah. there's like, because of structural stability, da, 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 and it kind of, like, balances out. Okay, here. I'm going okay. with your mechanics, but if you decide based on narrative that we can't fit... I can't see. Uh, I can't, can't foresee a situation. In there. I it's mean, okay. even like side, it's like trying to fit into a tube. Look, just you know? purely mechanically, sure. you can squeeze through a space that's one size smaller than you. So yeah. if you are medium, you can squeeze through a small space. But Greg, as the DM, if you're saying narratively it just doesn't make sense, then I'll do a five foot by well, five just, foot. Yeah, it can bear can bear jaw and her pack. Okay, and we'll all do. of you fit through a two point five. Foot wide. We'll do there's, five foot there's, five. Foot there's five. nothing that I think Mach has that prevents him, but it's just you. It, you're just gonna you have to slog through too. like a prison yep. escape tunnel. We'll do five what foot by five foot. We'll use more than one. Okay. Choose two. Yep. <laughs> Jason says, "What are you doing, servant? Make it bigger. Bertol won't fit in there." <laughs> and the servant <laughs> doesn't have a voice. He can't say that Jason's one who ordered him right. in the first place. It's been a long day. I'd rather not have to crawl. <laughs> she has to crawl. Has to, yeah, probably. You got to stoop a bit. I mean, uh, she's like nine foot, foot tall, stoop. and it's five it's feet tall. Us. She's yeah. like eight feet tall. Yeah, eight it's a feet three tall. foot stoop. Well, with her heels, that's a pretty with her heels. Foot stoop. I've I lived in an apartment in Mexico where the top of the door was at my shoulder, and I literally in the night went to go pee, and I face planted in the door as I aligned perfectly oh. through it, and that was me missing by a foot. Yeah. So, so like three feet, three, three feet is literally like it's like the top of the door is at your chest. It's not a little. That's like that's I would get on my hands and knees. Don't waste your time day. trying to squat right on that. Remember the times. While this is happening, I want to cast Sending twice. Oh, I'm off. Oh. Sorry, man. Thank you, Dan. It takes one action each time. How about a three by eight foot tone? Okay. Guys, guys. Guys. Oh, I will cast Sending twice. It's 24 feet. We save hey, a foot. Stop. 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 It's Kevin's turn for a second. As the Unseen Servant is painting the tunnels. <sighs> uh, so what happens is uh, Anga has now that... Um, that bone collar that she found, and the the magic of uh, she turned a little vertebrae into a bone collar oh, okay. from the dragon. From the dragon, the magic of the dragon to influence the environment around it. She's able to tap in as a former dryad spirit, and is able to connect to animals worldwide to send a mental message to someone. It sounds like an internet. So the first thing he's sending a message to using sending, and in sending I can send a twenty-five word message. To anyone I am familiar with. Yes. And they can send a 25-word message back. I've used it before. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, as long as they have an intelligence score of one. Um, really? Yeah, so not constructs, apparently. Low so, bar. first one, Geraldil. <laughs> You're gerbil. Geraldil. Geraldil. Right. <laughs> I accidentally sent one to Geraldil first. Not Erica. Yeah. Uh, no, Geraldil first. You'll find out why. Okay. Um, camera cuts to Geraldil somewhere, um, and he's at home in Snare Cliff. Um, and a, uh, 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 hawk has been circling, and suddenly it kind of alters. Its eyes glow a little green, and it comes down and lands near Geraldo. And he hears a voice in his head. Oh, Drustin! As the hawk just, like, stares at him with Onga possessing it. Laser hawk. And mm-hmm. the voice says, Geraldo, this is Drustin? Bring Duma to Mithril Hall? There's 20 gold waiting for you there. Answer me back, yes or no? 20 gold? Yep. I think he's a peasant. Yeah. Uh, make him salivate. It's also a potentially lethal journey. I wouldn't make more than 10 gold the rest of my life. His personal finance abilities are terrible. He doesn't realize the cost of getting him through all this far exceeds 20 gold. Uh... He says, You hurt me with your offer. I am dying. I am sleeping in a bed for the first time in months. No can do. Hell no, hell buddy. no. <laughs> I'm gonna cast it again. <laughs> and, uh. The third level spell. Yeah, I got a bunch of these. <laughs> Wizards. Okay. I get three of them. Okay. He's spamming. <laughs> he okay. Uh, he's just spamming. All right. Yeah, he's cast it again. He says, uh, "Then hire someone else to do it." And I'm raising the price to fifty gold. And I'll send ten your way. Wait, wait. Does he get fifty gold to get the job done? No, the person who delivers it gets fifty gold, and he gets ten gold he gets for hiring them. It's a finder's fee. So if he does it himself, that's sixty. Uh, yep. So he gets paid ten to hire someone. Yep. Ten gold. Ten. I want my donkey to back. Hire someone. It's got my stuff on it. Need a donkey. I think there's a little regret in that message of like, shouldn't have given him the donkey in the first place. Uh, donkey's got us. Yeah, right now, the camera cuts over and the donkey's like turning the wheel in the mill. The response. So, uh, the response. Got an score one. The response comes back inside. No, it's not inside his head, right? Yeah, inside my head. Oh, and, uh, Anga is the transmitter. The response comes back in Justin's head, and it's uh <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> uh, okay, and then he's casting. But, but the voice is definitely like. Freaked out yeah. and terrified and annoyed and All also kind of excited. Is commanding and I'm doing it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Not today. Last casting of it. Yes. There's, end. A, there's a good like 15 second delay and it says tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna send a message Can he to just Rika. Keep sending more words. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. The <laughs> next no 20, time limit. <laughs> the next 25 words he says. Over the next finally cast to sleep. You still up? <laughs> Horny, you? Uh, <laughs> he just cast a picture of an egg. What are you wearing? All right. Uh, he casts Hot. a message to Rika. We cut to Rika somewhere in the world, and uh, a little squirrel with the eyes glowing green skitters up to her, and then stops, kind of creepy, Rika and she it. hears 
my um. voice, Drustin's voice in her head. And he says, Ulrika, how goes your journey? Where are you now? We have found significant news in Krunjakar. Drustin really wants to know where Rick is right now. Says, Ah! No. <laughs> Good. Good start. Ah, son, Danny. Nailed it. Says, this fucking cold will be the death of me. I'm half a day towards Mirabar, and I've got half a mind to turn around. He says, if I have to take three more steps, and then it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was never one for a captain. <laughs> uh, and he tells the others, uh, I'll just got word from Rika, uh, through Anga. Uh, she's doing well. Half a day's journey to Mirabar. Feeling a little too cold, though. That's what he tells him. And then, the final tunnel from the Unseen Servant. Puts a little flourish into the mm-hmm. edges of the tunnel. It's so about like a little bit of crown line. molding on the uh, a on blast the of frosty air, though. Red dragon. And then, <laughs> and yeah, and then the air. And, it's, and light. Which way would the air suddenly flow? In. It's warmer in. in here than out there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that it is. Well, no, we described that it was like. Yeah. Our body heat has been things. filling this. Well, it's a tunnel. massive place. And also, it depends on which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, it really does. I think in this cooler. Literally. It flows in, and the cold, biting air of the sub-zero temperatures of winter at the spine of the world is a reminder of the journey that you took to get here in the first place. Boom! Blasting you uh, full body from the front, and then, but also at the same time, that sweet, sweet smell of outside air. Well, maybe the dwarves, you actually like that stuffy Mm -hmm. uh, underground Mm -hmm. thing, but... Mm -hmm. It is the <laughs> the fresh air of the of the outdoor daylight and bright sun, yeah, and bright sun shining. Oh, dark in. vision, like <laughs> bear just like oh, Jesus ah! Christ. Are you our, get used to that? Our pupils go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> says, is anyone else hot? <laughs> oh my God. He's tucking out his collar. Uh, we go through the I tunnel. am normal death. It's cloak of summer. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and you empty out, uh, here, on the east side of the Stone Tooth. Kunjakar, behind you. Gretchen just flops into the snow Mithra and starts, like... ahead. Oh. Oh. This is so much better. <laughs> yes. We're making snowy more in the ground. Snow has his fur line coat around him. Sets a line for... You know, southwest. It's also a good way to wash up. Too. And we'll continue next week. Yeah! yeah! We'll continue in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, something will continue in a week. In two yeah. weeks. All right. Happy birthday, Greg. Happy oh, thanks. What a great D and D session. A rolling fun. treasure yeah. and discussing what great. to do next, which I knew was going to be a lengthy conversation. Yeah, uh, as Dax said, conversation. Yeah. It was exactly awesome. what I wanted, which is a solution that satisfies all parts of the Yeah. It's a combination of two options, Ideally, so I actually like that. We usually all have pretty good ideas, but for some reason we don't ever combine them that much. I <laughs> yeah. love that solution. Yeah. That was great. It's a good solution. Oh, I'm just going to Mithra Hall, man. That's going to be yeah. awesome. It's a, gr- it's a legendary Freaking dwarf hold as a destination. I yeah. love that it connects with 
Baron, like we're going to Baron's home. Wow, exactly. More character background. Maybe I gotta go listen to like the original.